How's it going, everyone? I'm Mark. I'm Ian. And this is the Uncaped Crusaders Review. All right, we're back after a month and a half. I don't know. At this point, we're just coming out with episodes when big movies come out. Special occasion, yep. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah it, just, it is what it is. Although, basketball season's almost over. That'll clear up a decent amount once it's just baseball season. And then once summer hits, I have nothing to do. So, okay. Might, but for should, now. should open up some in a couple months. But, um, yeah, but obviously we got to talk because the Batman came out and this is a Batman podcast. So, priority comes out of course um i don't know ian part of me is disappointed that batman has come out because now i have no movies to look forward to at a northman uh, oh yeah 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 okay yeah the northman that, looks that good. literally comes out next month and then it's nothing northman looks good uh oh uh that uh that nick cage movie oh i figured you want it's to gonna that, be yeah. awesome like even if it's awful, it's gonna be awesome. Like there's no way it can lose. That's the great thing about that movie. Like it That's could true. be anything, and it's gonna be great. Um, so I'm very excited about that. I think that comes out in like July or something. Um, yeah, summer. Uh, I'm trying to think. I just saw the trailer. the The first trailer came out for that Brad Pitt Bullet Train movie, which looks oh, like it's gonna be really stupid, but like knowingly stupid and like fun, dumb action movie. Um, like that wanted movie? No, I think more. Uh, it's being compared to like, oh, Brad, this is Brad Pitt's John Wick. And oh then I watched God. the trailer and I'm like, this is nothing like John Wick. Um, no, the only, the only, the only thing is, I think he's an assassin, and there's like a bunch of other assassins like on the train, and okay, nothing sure. else seems like John Wick at all. Yeah, um, the aging actor kind of yeah, came back into that in like an action role or something. Yeah, I'm yeah. fine. And to be honest, there's a great track record. We're, we're going to talk about that in a minute when we talk about movies that 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 we've seen. Um, I'm all oh, I for it. You're only doing Batman. Nah. Oh damn it! It's gonna take forever. <laughs> nah, it won't take that long. How many have you seen? A bunch of movies? No, no, I literally haven't seen. This is my first movie of the year. <laughs> See, perfect. Um, shit. But uh, yeah. So we're we're talking to Batman. Obviously, it's the main thing. Um, the the good news is there's not really any other news we have to talk about. No, um, I mean this is eclipses everything. <laughs> I'm trying to think if there even is anything going on. And if there is, I don't really even know about it. So Yeah, is it worth even noting? Like, uh, now I'm legitimately trying to think of anything. I'm like, it's been so long since we talked. I'm like, there should be, but I, I can't think of anything. Um, I mean, everything has pretty much been the Batman or the stupid Doctor Strange, but I don't really care. To be honest, I've heard almost nothing. Other other than the trailer came out, like I've heard almost nothing about it. And it's always like theories. Of course, like you know, Professor X is going to be in it. So, it's all oh stuff. joy, yeah, yeah, because yeah. that's what movies are now. There, it's not about the movie itself. It's about who appears in the movie I, that I, makes the movie. I for the longest time, I said, "All right, yeah, I I, I care enough to see that just because it's Sam Raimi," and I don't anymore. Like I, I, I don't. I have no desire to see anything. Unless that crazy Tom Cruise's Iron Man thing ends up being if true. If that ends up being true, I will see it. That's for sure. But, but um, then it will only be like five minutes. It's like, I'll just watch it on YouTube. That's a good point, too. That is yeah. a good point. I don't need to see the whole movie. Like, I, I do not care about Doctor Strange. Like, the first one was enjoyable. I liked him in the Avengers movies when he was with Iron Man. I, I don't remember who Chi Wattel Edge 4 is. Like, I don't, I don't care. I, oh, yeah. Didn't he, like... 
make a heel turn or something at the end. I don't, I don't yeah, he was like a bad guy. VM. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I watched that movie once. I saw Doctor Strange one time in the theater and immediately forgot about it. Yeah, pretty um, much. All right. Yeah, I don't really care. Um, yeah, uh, the only uh, yeah, all the other news basically has to do with the Batman, like, you know, the different spinoff shows, news yep. and uh, all that stuff. Um, obviously, there's now it looks like potentially three sh- spinoff shows. Obviously, Assault. these three will not all happen. It'll be one. Or two. Um, it's yeah. just, you know, that's the way it works. I mean, that's the way ho- that's the way the industry's always worked. There's tons oh, yeah. of pitches and stuff always will start in the, you know, t- for every hundred things that start pre-production or like start development, like, you know, t- 20 of them end up being made you know something like that yeah, it's like, so it's like having children in the 19th century you have 12 in hopes that maybe one or two live <laughs> yeah yeah exactly that's a good point so uh <laughs> and also and this is where i agree with a lot of people uh, a lot of the youtube groups of people that we watch um i i'm so i so don't care about any batman spinoff show in no. any way shape or form Make a Batman show. Yes. Like, make a Batman show. I don't need a Arkham Asylum show. I don't need a Penguin show. No. no. Nobody wants this. Like, make a Batman show. Batman was designed for TV way more than movies. Absolutely. Good Lord. HBO Max would immediately become the number one streaming service if it made a good Batman show. Oh, my God. Instantly. I, I, I've said all I've ever wanted is a live action version. Like, if we could have Daredevil, but with Batman, the TV yeah. show, that's the greatest thing ever. And they it, have it, the template. Just do Batman, the animated series. Yeah. Just we do learned that. From, yeah. You cannot do everything but Batman without Batman. It's like, exactly. no, we learned from Gotham. We learned from Birds of Prey and Joker. Oh, God, every mm-hmm. abomination since. No. No, do a Batman show, adapt scripts from the animated series, add in all the characters, have Robin, have Batgirl, have all have Nightwing. Just do it. There's it can run forever. Like Oh my god, seriously. Yeah. Uh, do it. You have the money. Oh, so frustrating. And and they're starting to get there because like they have Superman and Lois now, like they have Superman in a show who's super it's like they're getting there. They they've yeah. added Batman into Titans. They've at you know, they're like they're getting there. It's like just yeah. just do it. <sighs> I guess the hard part is finding an actor or whatever that will commit to it, but uh, Oh my god, are you kidding me? There's a million now. Like with as soon as you put out auditions, every like Jit, like muscle bound actor wannabe is going to be auditioning for the role of Batman. Yeah, I, mean, me? I mean, okay, well, yeah, but I mean, I, I guess I'm talking about if they keep making movies type thing. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, well, that's the problem is it has to be a whole different like right. universe actor, like you know, like Robert Pattinson's not going to do TV right. show. The, the main, between. you know, the superstar actors they hire for movies are not going to be doing no. this for TV shows. It's like, so. It's like that could be the perfect avenue for all the people who want more Ben Affleck, but Ben Affleck can't handle that because he's a drunken retard who can't commit to a role. Um, sorry, but that's one of the reasons why you'll never get your Oof. Ben Affleck solo movie, which we'll, I want to talk about. Oh, okay. Oh. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll get at uh, some point. Yeah, no, we'll get into all of this. Uh, we, we, we probably will just start with all of this. You want to start with all this periphery stuff before we actually just fully talk about the movie? Or do you want to just yeah. talk about the movie first and then come back and talk about all the new stuff around it? 
now because I feel like we're going to talk about the movie more and we're going to go down a rabbit hole of all the because there's a lot in the movie. So let's start with the perfect stuff. Yeah, that's fair. Um, okay, well, right off the bat, the movie doing really well. Um, awesome. 120, 128 million dollar opening weekend. It's the more second. Hundred thirty five. Oh, is that what it was up to? I saw one hundred twenty eight. Yes. No, Sunday was actually better than they thought. <laughs> okay, fair enough. So it's a point is second highest opening since the, in like what the past at least since the pandemic. Only yeah, Spider Man has <laughs> yeah. Only Spider Man had a bigger opening of any movie at all in at least the last three years. It's the biggest Warner Brothers movie I know in at least as long. Oh yeah, um, opening so uh, yeah done, done like really well. Three hundred million uh, international already. Nice, yeah, Killing yeah. And the budget of this was only a hundred million dollars. Exactly, that's the, crazy that's the part. smart part. They've already made money. Yeah, that's it's already a success. It's already a success, and and we're three days in. Um, yeah. So yeah, so really fail, really strong. Sorry. Is it going to make two billion dollars like Spider Man? No, no, it's not. No. But uh, and there's many reasons dark, why it, it, hours, it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't appeal to quite the broad span of morons, and no. it's three hours long, which which cuts into it will always hurt, hurt a film's overall performance. Of course. Literally, gonna, just, just logistically. Yeah, um, and it's going to scare some people away, understandably. Yeah, and they can only show it, what, f- each theater can only show it like five times in a day or four exactly. times in a day because of, yeah. you know. But um, doing really well, it's going to make a ton of money. It, I would be shocked if it doesn't make a billion dollars. Um. If it if it doesn't, it'll be right under. And again, that like people will act like that's some type of like oh, see, it's not as easy as you think. You know, Zack Snyder couldn't do it. It's like no. It, again, three hours, incredibly dark. This is not one you're taking your little kids to go see Batman. Mm-mm. Like there's a whole bunch of reasons. But again, the yeah. hundred million dollar budget is where they went so smart. Like it's, mm-hmm. that's what you should do. And and now because of it, it's already a success. Yep, and a big part of that is they did a lot of practical stuff, which is a lot cheaper. Than... It just looks a million. This is the best looking Batman, maybe the best looking superhero film I've ever seen. And, uh, it's and... hard. It's hard to argue that. It's really hard to argue that. Right, and it's like again, one of the cheapest comparatively. Yeah, I mean the only the only other comparable one is Joker, you know, which was fifty million dollars and made right. what well over a billion dollars. So it is, that is stupid, but, um, it just goes to show it's like the point is there's a big time market for just things that look different effort. Yeah. Yeah, Effort, effort stuff that looks different and looks real. Yeah. Like Like, a vision, like someone's vision. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and I, I've listened to a few things, uh, a few interviews with Matt Reeves and just hearing him break down their whole process of filming yeah. is insane. Like the VR that they designed to where yeah. they could literally walk through sets and pre-plan out every one of these practical effects so that they could get them all done, you know, cheaply, basically doing them like once. Yeah, during a pandemic. Yeah, exactly. And that's the other thing. This whole, most of this movie was filmed during a pandemic. You would never know. No. There, there were some parts when Matt Reeves had COVID. He wasn't even on set directing. He was directing <laughs> like via, you know, basically via Zoom. Yeah. My God. It, it, it really is a testament. It's incredible. Uh, yeah. No, it's an incredible testament. And uh, it, it's 
It's it's funny. I I feel one. Obviously, we both really like the movie, and we're going to talk about that. So it's just cool. nice to see. It's one. It's just nice to see something that you like, especially in the superhero vein right now. Right. It's also just nice to see something that you appreciate, like you appreciate, you like, you respect, and then see it do well. Yeah. Um. You know, and and I I and again we talked about it before. I fully can sympathize with the Snyder fans and how much they enjoyed, you know, getting the, the principle of getting the Snyder cut. Sure. I like I totally get it cuz I feel a little bit of that with this movie even though it's, you know, very different, but just in general, just with yeah. a new Batman, you have all the wackos who didn't want it in the first place, you have the Robert Pattinson haters, you have the pandemic, you have you know, all this stuff and it's like finally something where you can see actual care and respect given to it in this day and age. And it's just like, I feel like I feel proud of the movie and I'm like happy Absolutely. for it. And I'm like, you know, obviously I like it and I want it to do well because I really liked it. But there's also that element of just the principle of it, which again, but we've always got that with the Snyder people and we always gave that part credit, but we just aren't going to excuse the fact that it's dog shit. Um <laughs> Thank you. You know, that's the difference. But, in you know, and still, I feel like we gave enough credit, at least to that part of it. Like, you get the feeling that some people have with it. But um, I get it. And it's like you had your time. You had your, yeah, what, three, sure. three movies with the guy. All right. Mm-hmm. Let's move on. Let's get our three movies at least with Matt Reeves. Exactly. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, so doing really well. Obviously, it's doing really well critically. It's doing well with See, critics. Uh, it's doing well with people. One um, sequel is already guaranteed. It's got to be least. at this point. Yeah, absolutely. Um, n- normally, we talk about this at the end of the mo- of, of the thing, but it's got okay. an 8.6 on IMDb, which I think is second among IMDb ratings, which are stupid in the first IMDb, place. IMDb, you can't go off, yeah. I mean, which, I mean, to be fair, IMDb is at least the you know people voting on it yeah. and not the not the stupidest Rotten Tomatoes, but... But it could be the same person 50 times. But in st- at the same vein... The second highest rated Batman movie before the Batman was Dark Knight Rises. So th- just take right. that for what it's worth. Um, yeah. But it's already number two behind the Dark Knight um, with an 8.6. Yeah. And it's got an 86% critic rating on Rotten Tomatoes, 89% viewer rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, Meta- What's the Medic? Metacritic is uh, 72 for uh, for that. So, I mean, like across the board, it's oh, doing... It's- Really good numbers. Um, it's got a 4.3 on Letterboxd, which is kind of surprising, to be oh, honest. I'm not surprised. I, I, I knew the letter. You think that's low or high? Uh, I, I thought it was a little high. Just I, I've really soured on Letterboxd morons. Um, oh, sure. There's so many film snobs. That it's it's be. awful. Like it's un, yeah. it's it's honestly gotten to where I hate Letterboxd. I use it as a, a tracker of the movies that I've seen. And I no longer can use it for any sort of insight to movies. Oh, I just get so much entertainment because I'll, I'll click on someone's profile. I'll see their top four movies. I'm like, <laughs> like every oh, single review will talk about how a movie is all about gay people and is a staple of the gay community. Oh, that too. Yeah, every single movie, Ian. I, every I feel like- one of them. I feel like uh, Letterbox is just like the film branch off of Tumblr. It's even worse than Tumblr. Yeah, because it's people who act like they, they're 
film experts, you know, and what, whatever. But we'll talk about I, mov- I'm gonna we'll talk about briefly about movies that we've seen. But I saw Encanto, and then was just putting that in my letterbox oh thing, and just looked through. Every one of them is talking about it. This is a gay pride movie, and it's all about these characters. And I'm just like, I I can't like it's everything. It's every single thing. So it's it's hard. I can't do letterbox anymore. Um. <laughs> anyway, that's neither here nor there. Uh. But yeah, yeah. It's, so it's an overwhelming success in every yeah. in every parameter. Yep. Yep. And this is uh, exactly what Warner Brothers wanted. This is what they wanted with Man of Steel and the other movies, and did not mm-hmm. get. Yeah, and oh, what a surprise! You focused on one character and actually had someone who somewhat was, knew what knows what he's doing, and and that was what people want. Yeah, but also not like too far. No, like but standard. like respect. I think respects what people want is a better way to to put that. And exactly. And yeah, no, for sure. Um. Yeah. So. All right, um, that, that's kind of all the stuff. Again, that's basically the news segment because there's not really any other news. Um, yeah, just ma- mainly the three shows they've teased for spinoffs. Um, and yeah, there's not there's not a whole lot else to really talk about news wise. All right, real real quick, just get out of the way. Uh, have you seen? You said you haven't seen any movies, Ian. No, this is literally my first movie of 2022. New movie. Well, have you seen any new movies for you, though? No, no, that's what I'm saying. No. Oh, wow. Nothing. Fair enough. All right. Well, I've actually seen a hand a couple of movies this year. Um, f- well, four, including this one, to be uh, uh, to be precise. I finally saw the Disney animated Atlantis from 2001, oh, yeah. and it was surprisingly like it. good. Oh, you liked it? I don't love it. It's not like amazing, but I liked it, and I w- I wish I had known Michael J. Fox was the voice of the main character before. Oh, you didn't know that? <laughs> no, I would have oh, seen geez. it already. Oh, fair point. And uh, but no, I enjoyed it, especially for the time it came out in like early two thousands. And there's it's not a musical, like there's no music no. in it at all, and it was surprisingly violent. Um, oh, it's very violent at times. But uh, yeah, I mean it's I like nothing like spectacular, but but I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. I think that actually would make a really good live action reboot. For the amount oh, of sure. live action reboots they're doing and how stupid most of them are, I think that yeah, one actually that lends happened? itself to being pretty good as yeah, a live well, action one. How are they not done that? Why are they doing a live action Hercules before they're doing live action Atlantis? I, I I don't know. It's like it's an adventure. The visuals are incredible in this movie. Yeah, they do look great. I love uh, the animation. Yeah, it would be great. Um so yeah, do that, Disney. If you're gonna do all this crap and just not come up with any ideas, do a live action Atlantis and do something good. I'll get to it. Uh, all right. I saw, I saw Encanto. It's just, it is what it is. Um, I, I do have one thing I do need to mention with Encanto. One, it's a pretty pointless movie. Um, I have no idea what it's about. It, it's literally about this fan. I don't even have time. It, it's, uh, that's good. I've lost interest already. It's about this family who was driven from their home in Mexico by like invaders or by another they don't ever specify who anything is, but they're driven away. They end up in this valley and the grandma or the, the wife, the husband gets killed. And then the wife is left with three kids and like the town. And then there's a magic candle, which makes a magic house. And then it protects the whole town. 
and everyone who's in the magic house has powers that they get when they turn like seven or something. And then cool. the power start, but then there's the main girl didn't get any powers. And then the house starts falling apart. And I, I kept waiting for like a plot to happen. Like, uh, like them to like have to, her like to be out. Cause you know, the whole thing is, Oh, she's the outcast. Cause she didn't get the powers. You know, it's the same thing you see in a lot of stuff, which is fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I was waiting for her to be like ousted and like have to go on an adventure and like come back and like it never happens. Like nothing ever happens. No one ever leaves. It just all takes place there. It's kind of weird. Um, it's very, very theatrical. Like it's like a play, like the oh, musical okay. numbers and stuff. And they're, the musical numbers are fine. Um, they're, you know, they're catchy and well done. Uh, the, but this is the biggest takeaway. I didn't, I realized I hadn't seen a kid's movie in a very long time. Um, or like a family or a movie, you know, a movie made for kids in like several years. I, yeah. I, I haven't been watching Pixar movies just cause I haven't had any interest in a lot of recent ones. No, I think wouldn't. I saw inside out. I think that's the last one, which was pretty was good. Like, yeah. But I was like 10 years ago. It wasn't that long. It was like, yeah, it was a long time ago. No, there's no way it was longer than that. It was like 2015, right? I think, I think, no, I think it came out like right after Inception or something. No, it was not. It's definitely not that old. There's no way. I'm going to verify, but, but go ahead. Anyway, I hadn't seen just anything like that in a long time. And I totally understand why kids are psychopaths now. <laughs> right? Like, it's not that the movie's bad or anything. It's just so much every frame has like a bajillion things going on. Oh, it's ridiculous. Every musical number is like goes inside the head of a character. And there's like, it's like a dream with like a million things and exploding this and this. And I'm like, there's so much visual information being just vomited at you. And it's not that any of it's even bad or poorly done. It's just so much where I was just like, just slow down. Let me like focus on something. Like I can't focus on anything. It's too much. And now I can understand why kids are like nuts and can't watch anything anymore and can't sit down and focus on anything anymore. It's these movies are so overstimulated. Yeah. Anyway, that, that was my main takeaway. It just threw me off with just, I, I couldn't stop thinking about that as I was watching it. Uh, I felt the same way. Watching every trailer for every movie. I'm like, okay. Encanto is different than, the other movie Coco, like okay. I never saw it. I don't know. I don't know now. But uh, anyway, so it just it was fine. Um, people are raving about it. I thought it was just fine. Um, of course they are. Uh, and then I finally saw Nobody. Oh. I totally missed that one. I meant to see it in theater, missed it, and uh, it came on HBO Max. So I finally watched it, and I, I really enjoyed it. Like this Did is you? exactly what what we need. Again, and you know the John—it's it's a John Wick ripoff. It is, yeah, of course. I mean, same but it—that's it, fine. It's ninety minutes long. The plot's just here. It's—it's the thinnest plot ever. It's just it really here. Is. It is, and now he's now we're just gonna watch him go out and kill all these people, and it's awesome. Like it's just—I'm fine with that. I want more of that. Just—just just, if you're gonna make mindless entertainment, that's the way you do it. It's not preachy. It's not all this stuff. It's not overblown. It's not trying to make it seem like it's this big, better thing than it is. It's like, nope. It's just, here it is. This is a 90-minute fun action movie with really good fights. 
I just found it very milk toast. Like, ugh. sure. I mean, that's fair, but I don't I, know. I, love, I enjoyed it. I like. I really I, liked, I liked Bob Odenkirk. And yeah, yeah, he was the best part, obviously. Yeah, and I, I, yeah, it was. It was. That's fair, but I don't know. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed yeah. his portrayal. I enjoyed the fight scenes. Uh, yeah, it's nothing. It's nothing spectacular. Like the John Wick movies are that formula to perfection, obviously, because you know it started the whole thing and it's way deeper. But yeah, I'm fine with this. And and like with the they're making a bullet train with Brad Pitt that they're trying to kind of compare it to that just because it's an aging assassin type thing. Um, it that, from the trailer doesn't really look much like that, but I'm I'm fine with it. If you're just gonna make, I mean, our our bars have gone so low, like sure. as long as something doesn't pr- doesn't preach to us really, it it you know, I don't know, I I, I enjoyed it. I had fun watching it. And I have no uh, problem I, with more movies I, like that being made. I just have a giant pet peeve with that movie where in a scene where he's on the bus, you know, at night. Yeah. Um, it's like, okay, public transportation, city at night. You think of people who are very, you know, rowdy and annoying and are harassing everybody. It's like everyone knows who that tends to be. Yep. And who is it in this movie? A car full of white, rich Russians. Like get the hell out of here, you pussies! It's like no, it would. It, I, I just found that so annoying. It's like, oh, of course, Russians are the bad guys. Like, it's just eh. the, the lamest villains ever. Now it's just evil True. white Russian guy. Hey, no, I could totally agree, but uh, it's fine. We just needed people for him to kick the shit out of. That's fine. That's true. Yeah, I, I, I thought Bob, Bob Odenkirk was great. I don't know. I just like I like these fight scenes where the lead, where the main characters just get destroyed. Like it's yeah, just yeah, yeah. it's ref- it's so refreshing to watch. I it's agree. just great. It's great to watch a character have to earn, you know, this type of stuff. It just I like that. So it was cool seeing Christopher Lloyd in it. That was great. Christopher Lloyd was awesome, dude. Yeah, he stole scenes, the movie yeah. as the 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 like elderly dad who's still just a badass. That was awesome. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> Uh, that threw me off. I totally forgot that he was in the movie, and I was like, "Hey, that was awesome!" So that was fun. yeah, no, right. The friend was great. Like that whole group, I enjoyed watching. They were fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, so that's it. Th- those are what I've seen. Um, some decent, decent stuff. But uh, okay. All right, <clears throat> all right, Ian. Now it's time to get as as we would say in professional wrestling. Now it's time for the main event. Um, time to talk about the Batman. It's a movie we've been waiting two years to see. Should have come out literally like two years ago. Oh, and, God, I, uh, I forgot all about that. And here we are. Finally get to see it. The Batman. It's real. Yeah. And it's out. It's happened. And the movie is, again, I wish I could have seen it again. Yeah. Um, I, I've only had a chance to see it once. And it's Thank hard. You. We talked about it before. And it's hard for me to trust seeing a movie once ever since The Last Jedi. Um. So I don't always trust my initial opinions. The good news is at least it's been a couple days since we right. saw it. You, so you got to wait a couple of days. Yes, we've had a chance to think about it. We've had a chance to, you know, read some reviews. We've had a chance to hear some other people talk about it and to kind of dissect it. So I feel like we still have a pretty decent grasp of the movie. And I have I have a good grasp of the things that I really liked and the, the couple things that I didn't like so much, um, which makes me trust my opinion a little more. The fact right, that there's right. a couple things that I didn't like, 
Yeah, uh, if it was all glowing, you'd be like, okay, so when is the when is the surface or the ground gonna fall off? Which is a shame because we didn't used to think that way. No, but that, that's that's modern Hollywood for you. They, yeah, they, especially superhero movies. We have to man. adapt. We haven't oh, had a good yeah, superhero movie since what Endgame. Endgame. And even that's not objectively a good movie. It's just well done character work. Right, right. For the most part. Um, it's just years of payoff. Yeah. I don't even care. I, I, I know all the flaws in the movie and I agree with all of them. I still enjoy it. I still love it. it. Um, no, yeah, I still I really know. like it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what? 2019. So it's Jesus. been three years since we've had a good superhero movie. And there's uh, been okay. several. The Suicide Squad. That's okay. Yeah. Super, Suicide Squad was villain. fine. Yeah. yeah. Suicide Squad was fine. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I enjoyed that. So that's fair. Uh yeah damn but the point is there hasn't been a lot and and for the most part not only has there not been a lot they've been just absolute garbage and certainly not for the dc camp good lord except the suicide squad right yeah that's very true so so yeah we finally have it um we had very high expectations for this movie um one just because we wanted to two because there was no there was very now there were red flags as far as I guess the production stuff with COVID and, and you know some of that stuff. And then there was tons of rumors that we had fly oh, oh out my God. that so were very funny. annoying. Um Fake. but for the most part, there weren't a ton of red flags, which honestly kind of concerned me a little bit again, because I just don't trust much right now. Sure. Um but everything the biggest red flag was us kind of doing a quick double take of wait, Robert Pattinson is Batman. Um I, I never, I never had a double take. I was like, you, you can go back to our show when it was announced. I was like, okay. Yeah. It announced live on the show. And, and for me, my initial thing was like, oh, I never would have thought of that in a million years. And then it was like, yeah, okay. Let that, well, that, you know, that's fair. Um, but yeah, there was no, every time a new casting thing came out, it was like, oh yeah, that'll work. Um, yeah, yeah. they were either like, oh, that's perfect or, oh, okay. And then there, there was never like, oh, that's a bad idea. Like there was yeah. none of that. No. The, the only slight question I had was with the latest trailer. There was a few yep. things, and I'm going to talk about that because that is one of my three biggest gripes with the movie. But, um, uh, yeah, but the point is, the movie, I, I tried my hardest to tamper expectations as much as possible because I didn't want to overdo it. Um, but the point is, at least for me, movie pretty much hit on all cylinders um, again, I have three major issues with the movie. Um, but again, you're always going to have issues with a movie. It, there's almost no movies that that are going to be, you know, in your mind perfect. There's very few that I, that I feel that way. Um, but I, I feel like we're being too negative. I mean, I love it. I'm yeah, 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 yeah. That's fair. The, the point is there's only a handful of things that I didn't like. The majority of the movie I thought was outstanding. Yeah, I, I everything it, else is like shines really just. good uh really yeah. really good it was it was it, it was just well, I, I it was it, I, refreshing is the best word to describe it where I, i'm just sitting there watching this i'm like this is an actual constructed really well made and written movie that looks gorgeous oh. sounds gorgeous is oh. acted phenomenally and is respecting these characters well, it was I have a so question refreshing for you, Mark. At what point in the movie were you like, okay, I know I'm in for a good, I know I'm in for like the movie I was hoping for. And well, again, I don't know if I can say that specifically because I 
all like I was trying to, you know, con control my expectations. <laughs> um, as soon as there was an uh, internal monologue. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, <laughs> I, I went in the same way as you did. I'm like, OK, lower expectations. Like, OK, I'm just whatever. And it starts off, you know, with the Riddler and Ave Maria. I'm like, OK, this is weird. I was expecting this, whatever. And then as soon as you get to that first introduction of Batman and he's doing a narration and he says, I am the shadows and the criminals are all looking in the dark mm -hmm. waiting for him. I'm like, I'm sold. <laughs> I was like, damn it. I'm giving that Kool-Aid. I'm chugging it right now. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. That, that opening is so awesome. It's oh great. My God. It's great. It's, uh, it, it's, it's the best Batman introduction ever in movies. Absolutely. Um, and if I'm saying that, you know it's good. It, yeah, it, it it passes Michael Keaton's intro, which is phenomenal. Yep. It, That's a great it, one. It passes... Um, yeah, so and I, I, the, the reason why it passes Batman Begins is because it's the beginning of like the entire movie. That, I was going to say the same thing. It has, it has more of an opening impact just for that. I, I do want to say right off the bat, I still think Batman Begins is a better movie. I, I think you're right. I, Batman yeah, Begins. We'll not only that. I think it's a better movie, and I think it's a better Batman movie. I I agree. Just um, I think I think tough. the Dark Knight is a better movie overall, but it's obviously it's not a better Batman movie. The Dark Knight is not I, a great Batman movie. I um, completely agree. So I do want to get that out there. I still think Batman Begins. I, I don't think this passes Batman Begins. I know, but it, again, but parts of it does. Viewing, my but change parts that, but of it I, does. I think you're right. Yeah, oh, absolutely. But absolutely. elements of it, one hundred percent. Do, and that's yeah. that's what makes it so nice absolutely it, uh, it's it's very close this is it exactly is. what i wanted it's not like because i hate how so many people obviously now are just crapping on the nolan movies like i i, I hate yeah, how we have sure. to just tear stuff down but it's well, like, we can crap is... on dark knight rises forever but the other two oh, sure. i agree with <laughs> and it's like we, it's like i'll allow slander of christian bale i know he does a lot to to warrant it i will not tolerate slander of gary oldman's Jim Gordon. Oh no, of course not. And, and the the people I'm seeing, oh Jeffrey Wright, is, and he was great. Don't get me wrong, but Jeffrey Wright is the best Gordon, and it's not even close. Like, bite your tongues, you stupid zoomers. I, I no, I, I totally agree. Anyone who says Thanks. it's not even close is totally wrong. No, I I might agree that that, that Jeffrey Wright is the best Gordon. We've I seen. mean, it, the fact that they have so much time together working on mysteries, it's, it's phenomenal. Like, it. It's, it's awesome. phenomenal. We we finally get to see Batman and Solving. commissioner Gordon actually interacting, collecting evidence. Like they bring Batman walks into a crime scene. Yeah. He doesn't sneak in afterwards to look at. He walks directly into a fresh crime scene with the entire police force there. And he's finding stuff that they missed. It's great. It's, Oh, it's so good. And, and I, I don't know if we want to like go through the whole movie or just talk about things forever. as we think about it. We can't. It's I want to talk hours. about. That's true. Um, there's so many things I want to talk about. But I know. I want to talk about the. Uh, um. I now now I my I was like all right I want to talk about this and then I thought about five other things and I'm like crap know, which I one know. did I want to talk about. Um. Okay, let, I guess we can just talk about the interaction with Batman and Gordon since we've already brought sure, it up. We're already on there. And, and how good that was. One, Jeffrey Wright is spectacular, as oh, we, we, we thought he was. Be. As soon as he exactly. was cast, we're like, 
Ooh, that's a good cast. And look, we are the last people to condone like race swapping of characters. Yep. It's just you, you know, normally it's just like, that's dumb. It's because it, 95% of the time it's literally done just to race swap and yeah. has nothing to do with the actor portray- who's portraying it or anything. And maybe that was the case with this one. I don't think so. Because Jeffrey Wright, as soon as he was cast, we were like, That's no, that that works. Like, like we can see that for yep. sure. Now, the only slight complaint I'd have with his Gordon is I don't believe he could beat anybody up. And I like that James, I like usually James Gordon has a physicality to him. It's at yeah. least, at least, like in year one, he kicks a crap out of a green beret. Oh yeah, year and stuff. one he's a freaking Chad. Yeah. So you know, that's normally I kind of like that element of a yeah. Commissioner Gordon. That's definitely not there with Jeffrey Wright. Nah, not really. But I mean, he can hold his own, but he's sure. Not, you know, but everything else is just so good. His demeanor, yep. his just his look, the way he interacts with Boys. Batman, the way he interacts yep. with the police force, the way how yep. he's on his own. Yep. It's oh, it's so well done, and and again, we we got to see that with Gary Oldman to a degree, but it was so much less of a degree than we got to see it in this. Like this is like Jim Gordon on his own. Batman is like his guy, and yeah. no one else likes him. That, well, and, that just and, and, initial shot of him walking into the mayor's crime scene, and every every cop, one the camera is like right with. Batman yeah, following him yeah and you're looking at what he's seeing and you're seeing all the police force just look at him in like shock or not in shock but in like disgust just disgust and just why is he here who is this freak just walking in here in this this costume yeah and that's a good theme with this again I don't even know how to focus on one thing that that's a great theme with this movie is it very much takes the and and we've seen this done before because the Nolan movies did it, but then this ups it to right. a degree of what if Batman was an actual person? What would this look like? Yeah, and this is what it would look like. The whole point of the suit is designed to be in the shadows, be in the dark, to scare people. And so whenever he's just walking out in the open, which he does a ton in this movie, oh yeah, it's off-putting. And even to the fact that's the other thing with this character. Ian, I, I'm I can't focus on any one thing because every time I, know, I, right? I say a sentence, it, it makes me think of something else. Um, like this character is portrayed in a very very realistic way, right to the fact of no Bruce Wayne persona. Uh, it, it's very much a if someone was crazy enough to do this, what would their psyche be like, and what would their behavior be like? Exactly, they would literally have to be keeping diaries to remember what they did because right. they're. Suffering from insomnia. And part of that is a little bit of a problem I have because it's very much not a Batman. Sure. In a way. In a way, kind of like Heath Ledger was not the Joker. Not quite that drastic, but... Exactly. I know what you mean. It's very much not... Like, Batman is a very collected person. Like, by the time he becomes Batman, he's sorted a lot of that out. Yeah. And and he has the two separate personalities. He's he's much more in control kind of by the time he gets to that point. Yeah. Um he's maybe not as polished or stuff like that, but he kind of is there. This one is not. This one is still just a wild card. And yep. but but again, if you were an actual person in this scenario, this is more than likely the way the person would be. Yeah. Um he does not have the ability to differentiate things. He does not have the ability to compartmentalize things. 
He's very much a soul focus, and that's why there's no Bruce Wayne. Like he doesn't have that ca- capacity at the moment to no, do. Yeah, that. he's like he's that, and and it's really also the the theme of the movie is his journey and kind of maturity as Batman, because yeah. which is hard to do of, because Batman is not a character that develops traditionally. No, and this does. It's awesome. It, the freaking the the evolution from the beginning to the end, like especially with the narration, is yep. great. Yeah, there's only narration to start and end the movie. There's no other narration. It's great because we didn't need it in between. It'd just be Mm -mm. recanting what we just saw and and fluff. And this movie has no fluff. It just every scene. Well, okay, I I, I disagree slightly, but I don't mind. I think there's some stuff that can be construed as a little bit of fluff. But like I I think it – I like it. Like it doesn't – I think it works. But I do see how some people could say that with maybe certain stuff. The point is I don't, I, I think it works. I, I can't think of anything that was like, Oh, sorry, let's, let's get on with this. Like right, enough. I think, I think the ending had a little bit. Um, Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, like you know, like him riding with Selena Kyle on the bikes probably didn't need that. Oh, I didn't even mean that. I meant more the the whole kind of third act was a little, anyway, that, that, when, when we get to a couple things, I have a few issues with, Congrats, um, yeah. We can we can talk about, but, um, but I want I want to get back to the Bruce Wayne thing. Yeah, yeah yes, yeah. there's really no Bruce Wayne in this movie. It no. is a Batman movie, and it's when awesome. he's Bruce Wayne, he's still Batman, pretty much. And so a lot of people have had issue with that. I totally get it. Yes, that's not really the classic way to portray Batman. Is you have the dual personalities and everything, and that is kind of fringe and different. But I don't think it betrays the character. Like so, like Jeremy yep. Johns, obviously, mm-hmm. that was the big thing for him. It was like. No, the fact that he's this dour, mopey Bruce Wayne doesn't work. Here's my logic. And and here's my problem with Jeremy Johns. Jeremy Johns, at some point, turned into a Snyder bro. I don't know why. But he, he loves a Ben Affleck version of Batman. Okay, you cannot say that the Ben Affleck version of Batman is a superior Batman no. if you're okay with Batman murdering people with guns. Nope. But you cannot handle a mopey Bruce Wayne. Yep. Yep. 100%. The book is closed. Mic drop. No. 100%. 100%. That's how that works. Uh, yeah, no. That, I get that, the criticism. That, that's it. a great I'm point. I'm okay with it, though. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. And I agree with some of that. It is very weird. And it's not a Batman we've really ever seen. But th- this is my argument. This is one of the main things I did want to talk about with the movie. This is one thing I want to talk about because I feel like this has been misconstrued by too many people. And and too many people have used this as a praise, which I think is wrong because it's unfair to the, the, the smartness of this movie. There's way too many comparisons to this to uh, MCU Spider-Man. What? Yes, I've heard that many times because of, you know, the differences with the character and the, oh, he's maybe not the character at the beginning, but then by the end, he's more of the character. I've heard that a lot. I have to talk about this, Ian. I have to talk about this. Please, Mark, please. This is not the same in any way, shape, or form because, look, Batman is a character... that can be interpreted in many different ways more than most characters because of the different iterations we've had over the past 80 years 80 years yeah thousands of writers and very few superheroes can say the same absolutely the difference is but but here's the point 
the character still has a handful of core things that have to be followed, like any character would, to be the yep. character. The character has to be serious. That's one of the first ones. Uber serious. Now, you can put him in a goofy comedy thing. You can put him in 66 Batman. You can have Brave and the Bold. Watch both those. The character is still serious to the point of comedy. But the point is, he's not being goofy. He's not being silly. He's not doing any of that. All of that stuff might be happening around. Heck, even the Lego Batman is a oh, serious yeah. character, but like to a goofy degree. Yeah. The character has to be serious. You can do other stuff around him. I know you can argue he did it in the beginning, and that's fine. But the character can't kill. That's another big thing. The character evolved enough to where that became a main point and that became a main core element of the character. Yes. Cannot kill, cannot condone killing. Um, slight issue with Batman begins with that a little bit. They, it, it, they push that, that a little bit, a exactly, little far. As far as it should go. And uh, yeah, they do. And like literally are on the line, maybe slightly crossed, but you know, don't jump over it and aren't praising it. You know, it's different, yeah. Yeah. you know? Um, so that's another one. Parents have to be killed. Of course. Has to be a big thing of violence has to be, uh, you know, uh, either of like in a perpetual state of avenging his parents. Like he can't yeah. directly avenge them. So he's in kind of a either because the character's already dead or because he can't find him. Regardless, he has to be in a perpetual state, you know, of avenging his parents type thing. Yeah, he can't not like think about it or not. Yeah, has, it. has a crusade has that. That's the main driving point in his life has to have that. Like, you know, th there's a handful of core things that you have to have in the character. There's room to change certain other elements of it. Like, of I don't mind like you have to. This is what the. 12th 13th live action batman movie like a, he's an eighth actor to, to yeah, do it i totally get you can't do the same thing every time now let me tie that back into the mcu spider-man okay so you had the two two other fairly recent variations of spider-man and their whole thought was oh we can't do that so we have to do something different okay fair that's perfectly fair but there are core elements to the character that you cannot change or it's not the character anymore. And they threw all of it out the window. The only thing they kept was the name Spider-Man bitten by a spider, Aunt May. That's it. Yeah. Every other thing gone. His motivations were totally different. His inciting incidents were totally different. The, his personality was completely different. It's not the same thing. They started with a person who was not in any way, shape, or form a type of the character. And then you can argue, oh, and by the end, he kind of is. Okay, fine. He was in five movies. Three of his right. own. That's ridiculous for him to get yeah. to the beginning point of being the character. That's retarded. No, and this is not the same thing. This no. was Batman. Was it a finished Batman? No. No. It was, a, was it a massively flawed Batman? Almost to a too much degree sometimes. Yes. But that was. That but it was, was still the core. Choice. All the main core things with the characters, beliefs, personalities, and goals were the same. Yeah. yeah. It's not the same thing. That's been. Oh, I've heard that a few times and it drives me That's, insane no. when I hear Thank that. Thank you for 
clearing that up. I, oh. I agree 100%. Yeah, sorry no, to go on like that I tangent, said, but I had to mention that because I saw more than one person compare that and it's like, no, stop. Like, no, idiots. Like, stop trying to excuse the fact that we had Iron Boy for five movies. Please, please stop. No, because like I said, that, that, that beginning, that introduction, the narration, as soon as we see the mayor dead and we cut to, mm-hmm. to actual Bruce, it's like, as soon as he pops up, that's Batman. Mm-hmm. He, he patrols the streets at night looking for yep. criminals. That's Batman. He doesn't kill them. He just makes them wish they were dead. That's he Batman. Instilled, he, he is uh, d- diffusing certain crimes without even being there. Exactly. Yes. No, that is already Batman. He's not going away. He's not going around blowing people away and, and nope. you know, doing all this crazy stuff. We're like, oh, well, he's still wearing the suit. He's got the battering and there's the bat signals. Like, that's Batman. It's like, no. So, yes, the little changes with his Bruce Wayne being a recluse. And we've seen bits and pieces. Like, Michael Keaton's uh, Bruce Wayne was not like this flamboyant out and about, like, you know, really big kind of ego yeah, type. a reporter didn't even know who he was. Exactly. And even Val Kilmer's, even though he was out in the public, he was not talkative and, like, charming. He was he was kind of quiet. It's yeah. like we've seen mm-hmm. bits of that before. So it's not too drastic. Again, it's still keeping with the character. It's believable, but obviously a, a kind of you know, you know, out of left field little direction, which I'm, yeah. again is still faithful to the character. Exactly. Like there's room for adaptation. We're not saying yeah. stuff has to be a hundred percent this or a hundred percent that, or, but there are just core elements that have to be there for the character to be the character. And then you can, you can shift and change and mold other stuff. That's fine. Like again, Batman is traditionally kind of supposed to be Batman when he starts and this right. is not that at all. This is a character who's still basically he's kind of he's basically a grown up 10 year old kid still. That's yeah. how his parents get murdered. Like he had yeah. this is a character that very much has not matured like we're used to seeing from Batman. And that's very different. And that's that's true. It is. Absolutely. But you know what? We haven't seen that before. That's interesting. It's different. Like, yeah, it worked great. It worked yeah, great for a story. And it, and it fits. And that's the other theme. It fits well in this movie and in this world. Yeah. Again, I've made the comparison a couple times. It's like Heath Ledger's Joker. That was not the Joker. Almost in any way, shape, or form. But it was perfect for that world and that story and that environment. It was perfect and was perfectly done. Similar to this Batman, and we'll talk about it also, similar to the Riddler. That was not the Riddler Absolutely. in any way, shape, Ooh. or form. No version have we seen. They, they kept a little bit of his humor, which I enjoyed. They, yeah, they did I, keep I was, some I of that, which I liked. Yeah. yeah. Um. But, uh, but that was not any, like even some of the variants and even some of the more serious Riddler, like this was nothing like any of them. It was a totally made up character that they just called the Riddler. But guess what? It fit with the movie. It fit with the tone and it worked. Like I don't mind sometimes, like I don't mind certain things when they do fit. No. and And it kept true to the character's nature, which is he's tormenting Batman with a series of riddles. He's tormenting Gotham with a series of riddles. It's sure. like you could have a guy whose name was Edward Nigma or Edward Nashin. He has a green overcoat, uh, boiler hat, uh, top hat, whatever, cane, but he could be a completely different, like utilize a completely different way where it's not the Riddler. He looks like the Riddler. He sounds like the Riddler. His name is the Riddler. But if he's not using the way that the Riddler should be, it would be completely, you know, treacherous to the, how the character should be. Again, this, huh, you just really mentioned most MCU movies and every single CW show. Absolutely. 
Absolutely, yeah. But again, this character, while he may not look anything like a Riddler we've seen, and I totally get people who didn't like the design. Sure. But in the context of the movie, and especially the impact he had on Batman, that was the Riddler. Yep. Yep. No, no, for sure. I totally agree. Um, I loved it. I, I, yeah, I, no, I feel I, like I, if anything, Paul Daniels not getting enough credit, which I can understand because it's Robert Pattinson's movie. Sure, sure. No, I, I, I completely agree. Um, I mean, you can say that with a lot of the characters in the movie, they're, they're a lot, most of them were very different. Um, the only one that I think was really pretty, the only ones that I would say were more accurate to other versions would be probably commissioner Gordon and, uh, Carmine Falcone. Yeah. Most yeah. of the others, I mean, you know, it was a very different version of penguin, not super oh, different. It was still, no. But he's it, like he's like the uh, the henchman in this movie. He's not even yeah. the, the big big it's, boss himself. It reminded me of uh, uh, Batman '89 with the Joker. Yeah, 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 for sure. It, it was kind of similar to that, and and it was a different. You know, it wasn't super different, but it was slightly different. Absolutely, um, iteration of the Penguin than than we've seen. Um, but again, it was just done so well and just fits because I was worried about that. I was worried about too many villains because there yeah, was several. Yeah. We had Catwoman, Riddler, Penguin, got Falcone, like all in a movie. It's like, OK, that's a little much like how sure. that can happen. And then, then once it seemed like, oh, Penguin is not the one in charge. That's kind of, eh, you know, type thing. But it worked like the way it, it did. It worked. It didn't make the Penguin not look good. No, like it, it was done. I don't know. It was handled really well and it made the whole movie was handled well character wise and all the oh, characters yeah. looked strong. Yeah, I, I, again, I would have liked uh, or again, I, as I said in my letterbox review, the only character I think should have gotten maybe a little bit more screen time and kind of attention is Alfred. But that, that's a common thread. Most people agree oh, with okay. that. We could have seen more. I, to- I agree. There, there yeah, could have been a little bit more of what we saw. Any circus was great. Yeah, I again, I've heard so many people complain about his portrayal because it wasn't Michael Caine. And I'm like, what? you guys clearly don't know that much about Alfred. Um, you just you just clearly don't know that much no, about like, the character of Alfred. And now I they, mean, Mike, Michael Caine is my favorite Alfred. Don't get me wrong, but this is still Alfred. Same way that Jeremy Irons was a great Alfred. My favorite Alfred we've ever seen on screen is still Jeremy Irons. He was great. It's the only thing I I truly loved about the Snyder version of Batman. I think Jeremy Irons Alfred is the most comic accurate we've seen so far. Um, Except maybe a little bit younger than traditional. But uh, I mean, that's still a minor. I mean, same with Andy Serkis a little bit, but it works a little bit better with Andy Serkis because I guess of the age of Robert Pattinson, maybe. Yeah, for um, sure. Uh, I, I have heard that complaint a little bit that they've no. went Alfred a little bit older, which is like, eh, I mean, that's fair, but uh, don't mind. Um, but Jeremy Irons, I think at the perfect blend of but uh, kind of suave butler, but also, I mean, he's the one who Andy built Hinton. all the gear, which is yeah. in the comics. That's what Alfred is. He's the technological genius who builds everything yeah. and also clearly could handle his own physically, too. So I yeah. think and, and but at the same time is making jokes about him going on dates and stuff like it was the perfect blend of an Alfred. Yeah, no, he uh, Jeremy Irons is great. Again, we've had a just like Gordon's. We've had a lot of good Alfreds. It's we like, have. We, we have not been starved. So mm-hmm. this, like every version, you know, in this movie is not the end all be all. No, 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 no. And uh, Andy Serkis was a much more serious Alfred. 
um, much more grizzled Alfred, much more, you know, dour Alfred than we've seen before. But again, it fits with the overall tone of the movie. That's, that's <laughs> another thing. Let's move on to because that's the, one of the main praises. This oh, is the God. greatest Batman movie. This is the greatest tone of a Batman movie ever by far. It's not even Absolutely. close. The, the tone of this movie is phenomenal. And that comes from the cinematography, the editing and the absolutely glorious score by Michael oh. Giacchino. The feel yeah. and atmosphere and tone of this movie is just it, it my it is to me the number one best thing about the movie. For sure. The the Gotham itself and yep. just the feel of everything, absolutely. It and feels also, dour and bleak and yeah, oh yeah. hopeless and real. And uh, yeah, I'm so glad that we got the, the best version of Gotham in a Batman movie finally. Yep. No, 100%. It's uh, it, it just takes all the best of what Gotham should feel like and finally was kind of able to do it. Because you have, to, to me, the best Go- Gotham before this was Batman 89. Um, sure. The, the neo-noir, gothic, art yeah, deco yeah. type, you know, kind of over-stylized type look I really liked um, yeah I think everybody would agree it, which is awesome but it is very theatrical still yeah it's, it's very it's not a real place and it never feels no. like a real place no. um, very but, but I think that also works with DC because DC's heroes are set in fictional cities exactly yeah so I think that's part of it and and this one I think perfectly blends that type of feel of Gotham with with you know a 1970s new york or something yeah at the same time yeah and and Uh, it's the perfect blend of both of that uh that's my big that's one of my gripes that i really hate about the nolan films except for batman begins is gotham is awful it's terrible it's It's Chicago chicago or new york or pittsburgh like it's just it doesn't it just feels like you just slapped it in the thing it has no atmosphere has no character no anything yeah, Gotham um, itself is a character. Like yep. people cannot underestimate that enough. Like setting is so crucial, and not just Batman movies lately. Obviously, Zack Snyder is the worst about this. He he did no attempts to even establish any type of setting, whether it was Man of Steel, no, no. Metropolis, or especially Gotham and BVS. But nope. all those also movies in general, like we talk about with MCU Spider Man, New York itself, Manhattan has to be a character. You yeah. have to establish the people of Manhattan, how they feel about. Spider-Man, mm-hmm. how he works within the city and how he like, you know, affects everything. Like when you don't have that, it just it's it's empty. It, yeah. There's something missing. And this movie, oh, does that to a T. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's beautiful. Yeah, you you directly see the impact Batman has on the world that he inhabits. Exactly. And you see it change. That's the other great thing that we that, don't see very much. And it's very hard to do with Batman because yeah. it's not necessarily a character designed for one for character development at all. And no. two for this type of character development where it goes from him being such a terror of the city that it's making the city worse to turning into like a symbol of hope, which is not traditionally what the character normally is. But but again, but but still can work. Like, that's the other thing. Batman doesn't always have to be this fully terrified, scares everyone in the city type character. That's not that's not 
traditionally what the character always was. No. Like there, there is an obviously it's not always like you know sixty six Batman or something where he's literally a duly deputized agent of the law, of but course. but you know there is a thing where the character is you know respected and and even somewhat adored by people. Obviously, it's not like Superman. I th- th- no. I think there still has to be some kind of level of unease, but absolutely. But I loved how they were able to bring that back around by the end of the movie when he's and and not even just character wise and not even like uh, with the way the people in the city react, but also just the way he personally is reacting to it. Yeah. By the end of the movie, it was just so nice to see that because we've not seen that explored in a Batman movie ever. Um, No, not to this way where he yeah, where he literally goes from this person that is so terrifying that he's making people more radical <laughs> to you know being now the cornerstone of helping save the city it's just yeah. such a great transition and and not even as a batman movie but just as a movie itself it's such oh, a great a character story. yeah you know path that we get to see and it's uh, it's it's one of the best things of the movie, and it's one of the things that makes this movie stand out from any other iteration we've seen. Absolutely, yeah. It was really disturbing when a screenshot of Batman carrying the one woman at the end was like leaked, and people were like, "I don't know if I could just." Uh, there's something about Batman carrying somebody like that that feels off. It's like y'all don't know Batman, then, or y'all yeah. are some cynical assholes who needs therapy because, mm-hmm. like, Batman, as much as he is the bane of every criminal and just he's vying for any chance to just beat the crap out of somebody. He is also a hero. Yep. It's like he is a hero of Gotham and exactly like they say in the dark Knight, it's a hero that Gotham deserves. Yep. Metropolis deserves Superman. New York deserves Spider-Man. Gotham deserves Batman. Yep. Yeah. Because Gotham is the worst of the worst. <laughs> exactly. And, and Gotham is the worst of the worst, not just because of crime. Every city has crime. It's, the corruption is mm-hmm. the years of doing nothing and people just looking out for themselves and just trying to keep their own head above water and, you know, get by on their own. And it's like, that has, is what has led to Gotham. That's also the other reason why all the idiots are like, Oh, if Bruce Wayne really wanted to help the city, he'd use his money toward good. It's like, no, if you do not get rid of the corruption, if you do not get rid of like the people like Falcone, Maroney and all the, like the, the, the like Lotus eaters, like mm-hmm. that money will go, it's not going to go to the people. It's not going to help anything, which is also, a thing this movie kind of touched on too. Yeah, no, I loved that it uh, it even had that because the whole p- beginning of the movie is Batman being like, I've been doing all this and it hasn't worked. And it's him yeah. then realizing that there's a whole other level that he hasn't even touched on yet. And yeah, nothing's right. going to change until that gets taken care of. Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's just, it's just so, nu- it's just so, it was so cool Refreshing. to see yeah. that portrayed also, that way. I love it when movies use music like from the trailer and I love that they actually use the Nirvana song. In oh movie. yeah. It worked great. It did. I mean, clearly that was the inspiration for the Batman theme. Um, no, of course. Cause it's yeah. the same. It, uh, it's almost the same thing. And yeah, and I love it. I love how it flows together, but it does uh, just both times they use it. Like when he gets back to the Batcave and he's just reassessing everything he's just seen and going over everything. I was like, Oh, awesome. Can we um, also talk about all the attention to little details with this oh, movie? Oh, please. Yes. And he has the eye paint on at all times. 
Well, that's what blew everyone away in the first trailers. Like that was the first time we'd ever seen that continuity. Yep. It was awesome. Like, and, and, and we've never seen a Batman who goes in and out from being Batman, like on a nightly he does, basis. He, like, he, he does it multiple times. He literally like, just carries like a backpack, like he's Spider-Man or something, and then just changes into Batman suit and then out of it. Like yeah. multiple times, like in a single night. Yeah, like when he's like falling Catwoman and stuff, he's literally going from like biker gear to to Batman, like back and forth. I'm like, wow, he is yeah. he is committed. And always has the eye paint on, because yeah, you're not gonna remove that once it's on. No. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Uh we didn't really get to see a whole lot of his Batcave, but it was it here I have a question. Is Wayne Tower and Wayne Manor the same building? No. Okay. No, because because when he goes at the beginning, when he's on the motorcycle, you see him go through the whole subway tunnels. Yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. Go to Wayne Manor or go to the Batcave. So no, it's not. But did we ever see like a, a Wayne Tower, like the the hub? You know, their big family building. Like I don't think we ever saw that. Yeah, we did because he drives he drives to that at the beginning of the movie when he's on the motorcycle. You see him driving into an area of Wayne Tower. And then that's when he drives down into the subways and then all the way to the Batcave. But I, I feel like that's the same building, though, that him and uh, Alfred live in. No, 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 it's not. I don't th- I, I don't I mean, I, I didn't think so. I could be wrong because when the bomb goes off, it's clearly Alfred in Wayne Manor. And that's it looks true. like the building. That's a, I mean, you know, that's a good point. Because now we've seen Wayne Manor located in the city before. That's nothing new. But I don't think we ever saw like an actual like Wayne Tower Enterprises industry, whatever, like, you know, building uh, where he would work. Yeah, um, maybe you're right. You might be right. That's yeah, so fair. I thought that was kind of interesting. Again, something different. Not like, oh, well, this Batman sucks because there is no way. <laughs> like, you know. Yeah. But um, yeah, I found that interesting. But uh, no, I love like especially inside Wayne Manor, like when you're having breakfast. I love the architecture and the look of it. It was mm-hmm. so cool. Yeah, no, I I totally agree. And um, geez, I don't even know where, what else to where to go next. I guess we need to talk about some of the other characters. We already talked about Paul Dano's Riddler for the most part. Talk about Gordon. Talk about Gordon. Oh, we haven't talked about Catwoman at all. Um, yeah, what Zo- do you think? Zoe Kravitz was one of the ones who we were, we just. I mean, I Indifferent. just have seen almost nothing with her, so I don't really have an opinion on her. What um, I had seen, I was never blown away by. But, uh, you know, it wasn't like, oh, that's a terrible casting. It was just like, all right, no. you know, we'll see. I don't really know much about her. And everything from the trailers looked good. It was like, oh, no, yeah. this looks like a good portrayal. I, I thought they did a really good job with the Catwoman portrayal. It. I, I thought they overdid it with the being the daughter of Falcone. Um, and that was fine. I mean, but, but at the same time, yeah, I didn't mind. Like, it was like, yeah. that's small enough where it's like, that's fine. It gave her some motivation. Like, it wasn't like... Um, it wasn't as like earth shattering as I thought it was going to be like, Oh no, that's too weird. It's like, Oh, okay. I mean, she's been crazier iterations and other versions. So that's, you know, I'm okay with it, but yeah, also uh, probably my favorite live action Catwoman. It's not even close. Well, except for, you know, um, um, Julie, but uh, I'm talking about in movie wise. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, 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 for sure. For sure. Um, I, I'm sorry. We're we're both not Michelle Pfeiffer stands. We're just no. It's fine, but it's just like, eh, no. Um, I hate everything about Batman Forever except for, Batman like Returns. the opening shot. Or yeah, sorry, Batman Returns except for the opening shot of Batman. Same here. Um, yeah. I think that's about the only thing that I like. But um, 
Oh, and Bruce Wayne. That that's that's a great Bruce Wayne in Batman Forever. Oh, sure, um, sure, sure. But uh, yeah, sorry. I, I j- we just don't love Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman, and it's and iconic. We- I get it, but that's not Catwoman. And that's one thing that's hard about several of the people I've watched reviews for. A lot, several of them are huge Batman Returns fans, and it's Dude, just a like, lot of people are. And I'm just we like, if anyone says Batman Returns is their favorite Batman movie, I'm turning you off. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't believe you. I don't trust you anymore. I'm sorry. Like, you can like anything. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but just no, no. Those are the same people though who say like Batman is like the most boring part of the Dark Knight. It's like, oh god. Yeah. Um. So anyway. Point being, I agree. Out of the three Catwoman, you know, in movies that we've seen, I agree. I like Zoe Kravitz portrayal the most. I think it's the most Catwoman-like. And I also liked how they they made the characters seem real, which we see. And this is another thing. This is where our bar is kind of low. The character was not overpowering. Like, Batman easily subdued her. Oh, yeah. It was like, awesome. Because of course he would. Course. He's twice the size of her and he's Batman. Yeah, like bulletproof. I, there's too much and, and I agree. Catwoman, I think I, I, I think I agree with the whole argument of Catwoman being able to hold her own against Batman. It's like that's that's fine. And that is uh you know, that is an element to the character. Yeah. But this portrayal of Catwoman, that would make no sense. No. In this movie. And and it's not that she's helpless or this no, or whatever. No. It's like no, she can kick the crap out of people. Like it's, she saves them at the end, right? Yeah, yeah. and I, I was fine with that. That's a thing yeah, I would have too. problems with with a lot of movies. But in this in this instance, well, one they set that up with this Batman, which is one thing I do kind of need to talk about if we're going to talk about Batman, um, in just a second. But um, oh, okay. Uh, but but yeah, no, I liked Zoe Kravitz's Catwoman. I liked what they did with the character. I thought they used her just enough. They didn't overdo yeah, it with her. Absolutely. They didn't overdo it with their partnership. And okay, one thing I do want to mention that I loved, uh, that I was worried about. Crap, that ties into a whole other thing I want to talk about. I'm trying to figure out how to mention all this. Um, I, in, I really liked that he didn't, like... He didn't tell her a secret identity. He didn't tell anybody. This is the nope. only Batman movie we've ever seen where not a single person knows his identity except for Alfred. He doesn't kill anybody. He doesn't the reveal only his time identity to anybody. Ever. Ever. Like, I want people to realize that Batman that's, that's, that's is the standard. most <laughs> controlled secret identity of any superhero and in every live-action Batman movie, multiple people either find out or are told that Bruce Wayne is Batman. Again, that, that's every why I'm like... Every single movie. That's Not why I'm having one. to reassess this in Batman Begins. It's, it's close because, you know me, Batman Begins is, I think, a perfect Batman movie pretty much as it gets. But mm-hmm. you're right. I mean, he he tells... Where he he hints and yep. basically tells Kitty Holmes. Yep. And in this this movie, he does not tell anybody. It's nope. awesome. And I was it was one of the things I was sitting there waiting for. I was oh, yeah. waiting for him to tell Gordon. I was waiting for him to tell definitely Catwoman. I, I was just waiting for it to happen. And it never did. And I was like, thank awesome. goodness. Um also great. uh same thing with the Riddler. And that is one thing I want to talk about and something I really uh, didn't like about course. the movie. But um but 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 to give them credit, they didn't do it. Um uh but yeah, I really, really liked that they didn't do that. Um 
but yeah, Zoe Kravitz, Catwoman, I enjoyed. They they use it just enough. Uh, okay, there's two directions I want to go in now. I want to go into either the things that I didn't like about the movie, and there's like a couple of ones that I kind of want to touch on, and I'm not okay. sure which one to talk about first. I guess since we just talked about the identity thing, we might as well get into that because there's yeah. a couple elements I have with this. Okay. I had three main issues with the movie. Uh, just real quick, one, I thought the ending was a little bit too convoluted. Um, and it felt okay. very different than the rest of the movie. Uh, not not necessarily bad. I didn't hate it or anything. I, I, I liked it. it. I, I but I do think there was a little much going on um, with not a lot, of, not enough setup. That just sure. it just kind of happened. A lot of stuff just kind of happened. Um, okay, yeah, I can see that. Two, they over teased way too much. How so? All right. There's two main examples and uh, they over teased just for drama's sake, which I really hate. There's okay. n- almost nothing I hate more than forced drama in movies and TV shows. Um, usually it revolves around love interests in this movie. It didn't um, one. And I'm sure you have a problem. The Wayne family. Yeah. Yeah. This might have been the worst thing in the whole movie. Um, Which is saying something, but yeah. It is. One, any version of the Waynes where they're bad guys, I hate. It's just, it's uh, it's unneeded. It's unnecessary. It is pointless added drama that serves no purpose other yeah. than adding extra drama. Oh, they weren't bad guys, of course. And, and, but... and I'm trying to remember... There's a version of Batman where Martha Wayne was an Arkham. Oh, you're right. And I don't uh, remember if it was a Court of Owls uh, or what. But but I don't think there was ever a version where she was institutionalized. I don't that, think that's ever happened. That was I awful. I hated that. Yeah, I that's didn't like stupid. that. stupid. Then the whole thing of Wayne then being, you know, c- calling for the murder of the reporter. Which was the reporter's name? Thomas Elliot. It was it, no, it was uh, something Elliot, which um, but, but it wasn't Thomas. Okay, it was, it but was, it's clearly setting up Hush. Yeah, um, which I'm, which uh, which I thought was cool. Yeah, that, yeah, that great. that's fine, but um, that's awful. I'm sorry, I yeah. hate that. And the whole oh, skeletons in the closet, the Wayne family, they're doing this, yeah. which we already thought was happening from the trailer, which is one of the yeah. things I had an issue with. And but but I almost have more of an issue within the way they handled it. So they do all this. And then you have Bruce go to Falcone and be like, is this true? Did my dad send you to kill this guy? And he says basically, yes. Two seconds later, he's with Alfred, who's saying he never said for him to kill. And they're like trying to walk it back as much as they can. And I'm just like, okay, what's the point of this? Are you either going to do it or you're not? Like, either way, it's stupid. It's like, this is not needed. You can easily have Bruce Wayne be a target of the Riddler just because he's the rich family that didn't do enough. Like, like you don't right. need anything else. You yeah, don't need was... anything else added to this. It's just pointless added drama. And the scene is great with him and Alfred. Oh, that's, that's a, a great, great scene, scene. Absolutely. but it's completely pointless. That's a good point. Yeah. There's I, no I, purpose I was... and it, it's just wasted added drama. It's like, they're sitting there. It's like, Oh, we need this to be more impactful. And it's like, no, you don't. Yeah. You, Cause you I was, don't. I was, I was grateful when that scene happened and, and like, you know, Alfred lays it out there like, no, Falcone is full of crap. This is what actually happened. But it does raise a good point of like, well, you kind of just wasted the last 
five or ten minutes. Yeah, and it literally happens immediately. Like he goes yeah. right from the Falcone scene to that. And and then there's the whole element of, you know, the, the Falcone saying, oh, and then this directly is the reason why then the Waynes were killed, which huge no-no when it comes yeah. to the thing. That's one of the core things. No, this yeah. has to be a random senseless act of violence or it doesn't have the same meaning it doesn't have yeah. the same impact it can't be a specific tar it, it just can't that doesn't work and they tried to walk it back again with alfred being like oh we'll never i'll never know it could be that it could have been essentially guy and i'm like why is this here why is this here why is any that's, of this here that's a good point this that's is so point. stupid now again it's like a oh no and then they walk it back where i'm like okay good but the fact that they knew they had to walk it back. Right. Like, it didn't need to it. be there. Exactly. Didn't need uh, to no, be there. That point. was my biggest gripe of the movie by far was all of that plot element. You could have cut the whole thing out, save 15 minutes of movie time, and it would not have mattered. You could well, have easily cool. had Bruce Wayne be targeted yeah, oh, without absolutely. that being the reason. Like, it's just. Yeah, because I, I love the one part, the interrogation part later at the end, you know, at Arkham where. I'm getting like, to that. Riddler. Oh, yeah. Well, Riddler is like basically like people were calling you an orphan. He's like, mm-hmm. you were an orphan for a week. I'm like, that's a good point. I'm like, that's fair. Um, cause, so it's like there's plenty you could go after Bruce Wayne for. And but yeah, no, no, man, you, you brought up great points. It's funny, though, because my biggest gripe is actually something different. But that okay. was definitely second biggest. But yeah. this Lee, I know what yours is, too. And that's my third. But um, this okay. is part my I have another, I have part two of my second biggest gripe. That's the okay. same vein pointless drama added for no reason and it's exactly right. the scene you're talking about this the interrogation scene with the riddler yeah the implication that the riddler knows batman's secret identity yeah to then having him not is one of the worst things of writing i've ever seen wait so he didn't no he didn't you didn't get that again that might be my insomnia He's sitting there and he's doing this big thing, Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne. And then at one and then you have this whole big reaction thing of of Batman, you know, listening to what he's saying about Bruce Wayne and this and this. And then at some point, I, I don't remember exactly how the line was said, but he basically says. And and he, you know, he's the reason I did. He says it not to Batman. Like, it, it's very clear that he's not talking to Batman as Batman is Bruce Wayne. But, oh, okay. But they massively insinuate it to the audience and even to Batman to get that big reaction shot of Batman yeah. during the interview. But he does, he, he, again, I wish I could remember the line, but I've only seen the movie once. But that would make sense because my issue with, because I assumed that he knew he was no, Bruce Wayne. I was like, they oh, they try and make it seem that way to the audience and to Batman. But it's not. He okay. he doesn't. He he says. Um, again, I'm sorry. I wish I could remember exactly. Yeah, we're having to go was, off memory here. But he uh, he doesn't during that whole scene of him talking about Bruce Wayne and you know, Bru- you know, thinking he was an orphan and that's all anyone would talk about. And we were doing this and and then he says a thing like, you you have to be such an entitled thing like this and and we have like we have like it's it's like he's telling a batman to like get him to understand of like and this okay. isn't this isn't right i got gotcha, like, like gotcha. these people we need to you know you need to help me you're going to help me like this isn't good he uh, he does that at the very end yeah and, yeah and i'm sitting there and i was just like relieved cuz i was like okay good he doesn't but know, then i was yeah. also like 
that was so stupid because yeah. of the way it was done. And again, you could have done the whole thing the same way, the same speech, all that stuff. Yeah. But they clearly were manipulating the audience into and and Batman to get that big reaction thing of Batman hearing Riddler talk about him, you know, thinking he knows who he is because he even says to Gordon, he's like, the, or this might be this is my last might be my last thing is Batman. Yeah, yeah. Or Batman, okay, the yeah. Batman will be coming, might be coming to an end, or whatever he yeah. says. The other, the other thing, which is the uh, the misdirect, is um, you know, the card that yeah. he sent that says to the Batman. He sent that, like that card is at all of the murder scenes. Yeah, yeah, no, that 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 scene is not insinuating that he knows. But it's shot like it is. But like him finding out that the same card that says to the Batman is fireproof is like, oh, this is going to be here after the bomb right. goes off. Right. Yeah. No. Anyway, that, that was I, another I, thing that I thought they were trying to insinuate with the way the I, movie I gotcha. was. No, but, not, not in that scene, but no, definitely in, in the interrogation scene for real. Oh, but no, no they I, 100% are. And it's all done to get that big emotional moment out of Batman and out of the audience. And then they pull it back. They do that several t- again. I hate that. They they do that multiple times. Like I said, with the Wayne things and now with this, where they're adding this extra drama and then pulling back and be like, oh, no, 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 we were we weren't going there again because Matt Reeves knows what he's doing. He does. And, and he knows the, the things and he knows what people want. But but then they still have to put that in there to add the extra drama. And I'll give him credit. You know, they pulled back. I'll give him credit. But yeah. it wasn't. Well, well I'm relieved because like I, I, I thought, yeah, I thought that the movie Riddler know who Batman was because I don't think so I hope not because that ties perfectly into our third reason or our third gripe, um, which if you want to talk about, but like, no, trust me, like, cause my whole issue, okay, I'm just going to say it. My biggest gripe was the whole Joker reveal. Yes. It was stupid. Yeah. That's I didn't my third. Want it. That's the third yeah. one. But piggybacking off the Riddler theme, the Riddler cannot know who the Batman is because if he and the Joker are going to be canoodling in Arkham, He's just going to, why would he not just tell the Joker who Batman is? Yeah. Yep. Or anyone in Arkham. Yeah. Or anyone. Exactly. Why would he just be yelling it from his cell the whole time? So, okay. Yep. Yeah, you're right. Thank God, at least. But it's still dumb. The whole bait and yep. tease is, is retarded. Yeah. And they do that a few times just to add extra Maybe. drama. And it's like, no, not needed. Don't like it. <laughs> this um, movie had plenty of drama. Yeah. I know. It was not needed. Uh, yeah. The, the, the. Again, I, I don't know because I what what I've heard from Matt Reeves, it almost doesn't seem like it, but it just so feels like that was just a studio mandate that was ham fisted in, in the last second. I wouldn't be surprised. But the way Matt Reeves talked about it, 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 he it sounds like it wasn't, but I think that might just be him covering up for it because it, it might it be just smart. So <laughs> yeah. feels like they're like, hey, Joker just made a billion dollars. You got to throw a Joker reference in there. Oh, of course. And it's just, ugh, it's so pointless. It's so now, forced, and it's now, to so be fair, bad. even though as bad as it was, it could have been way worse. It just shows the artistry. Because it could have been, yeah. been front center focus camera, yeah, bright light. You know, it seems like you're having a bad day. We all have a bad day mm-hmm. once. All it takes is a bet, like, you know, just on the <laughs> nose, really, like, we get it. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, you don't see the Joker's full design, which is smart because yep. of what I saw I didn't love. 
Mm-hmm. And then it could be completely different in whatever movie he does show up in. Hopefully it's the third movie. I hope it's not the second movie. I, from what I've heard, Matt Reeves very, he has said like, there's no, like this was not necessarily like a next movie setup thing. Oh, please. I hope that'd be awesome. He said, he said, he did say that. So who knows? Maybe it still is, but, but he, uh, he did. Uh, I, one of the articles I was reading, he, he did say that this wasn't necessarily a direct setup of like the sequel. You know what? You know what? I bet it was. I bet it was in the movie just in case this movie underperformed and then they would end up doing a whole Man of Steel BVS scenario. It was like, crap, first Batman movie didn't make enough money. Put the Joker in the second movie. We're guaranteed to get more movie Maybe. or more money. I, I wouldn't be surprised if that was the kind of logic behind it. Because clearly I, they're setting up Hush, right? Like you would, they said they 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 named, they named dropped Hush. They named or the Elliots. They named dropped the Arkham's. There's so much that they set up that they and and, and the whole end of the movie is like a no man's land setup. Yeah. Oh my god. There's so much you could do. I'm like like that's what oh I want to see from the sequel. I want to see them do like Batman Cataclysm and then no man's land type thing. Yeah. That's basically that's, what they did. I mean, it's not an earthquake, but it's basically they, they can yeah, easily do that. Natural disaster. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the whole city is flooded. Martial law. Well, technically, on. it's not a natural disaster because it was forced, but uh, it's still. the water. It's a natural resource. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Throw me a bone. Yeah. I but know, uh, that's fair. No, there's so much I could do. And like, why so, people have pointed out, I wish the ne- I hope the next movie, because this one takes place over. Halloween, it'd be awesome if the next movie is Christmas and it's winter and you got all the frozen water is now like ice and like you do Mr. Freeze or something. like, oh, it'd be awesome. I, I have too much of a PTSD from Batman Returns. Oh, please. We're past that. I don't know. I don't know. I hope no, so. they can pull it off. They no, have Penguin and awesome. Catwoman established, Ian. They have Penguin, Penguin and Catwoman established. Yeah, but they, they could, uh, come on. Like, you don't have <laughs> enough faith already after this? No, no, I, 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 I would, but, um, oh man. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, another slight, yeah, the Joker thing, obviously not great. And the laugh is just abysmal. It, it's, just yeah, I, I don't like the casting. I know we all say that. Oh, that's what they said about Heath. Ledger. I don't know I, this guy at all. So I, I, have weird. No I, I don't see it, but I, that doesn't mean I'm not against it. But I, what I heard, I was not blown away by, yeah. uh, and again, the design, even though it was hard to tell, what I did see, I didn't love. So hopefully, they, you know, if they hear criticism of like people being like, eh, I don't know about it, they could always wreck on it and he could look completely different. But uh, that's why I'm like, <laughs> I- I'm good. I don't need to see this Joker anytime soon. Totally agree. I don't need to see Joker at all anytime no, soon. I'd be fine with that, too. I'd be perfectly fine. Let's, let's do like a proper Two-Face or something. Like- yeah, although we have to be... If we do get Two Face, it's clearly not going to be the the classic origin of the Maroni trial. And yeah, Maroni's, Maroni's gone. already gone. Yeah, exactly. So I was curious about that. Eh, that's fine. Like again, stuff like that, I think is fine. You can change some some of that. Yeah, I mean, stuff. the Dark Knight has still worked out. Yeah. I don't love Two Face in the Dark Knight, but that's neither really? here nor there. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, I like it as like a movie plot point. I don't oh, like okay. it as a Two Face character, but um. Aaron Eckhart's still great, though. Oh, yeah. Aaron Eckhart is always great. But, um, Very underrated. Uh, okay, so another thing. I'd, uh, going back to the ending, which is the first thing I mentioned that wasn't necessarily my favorite thing. I thought it was a little bit convoluted. There, it, a lot kind of happens. Um, sure. Almost a little too much. And too much happens without any setup. When, it's never set up that Gotham is like on a powder keg as far as a water goes. They, like, they mentioned... 
funding for a seawall, but we don't really, they never really show like, oh, the water is like, I didn't right even there. remember, I, mean, I didn't even remember that hearing that. They do. Like, there are a couple okay, of times well, you hear fair, it over I'll the give news that, and like in the debates. Well, I'll give that credit, I guess, but it's not done enough, nearly enough to make that be like a Pay thing. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't set that up nearly well enough. I can, I can understand that. Um, and, and even just the whole, <sighs> all right, Riddler's now an incel and internet, and now he's going to get all these mad white males to then shoot people. It's just like, really? This is the end? Like, this is the big reveal payoff? It's like, eh, I don't know. I, okay I didn't it, love it. I, understand. I didn't like it that much. Um, Again, there's not a ton of political crap in this no, movie thank people, goodness people but it, yeah. there there is some and to me that was probably the obviously the the most blatant is just the retarded line from selena kyle but um and then obviously every single person that does get killed is of course rich white male um of course and you know every and single every young... single politician except for the one that wins is a black female with a hispanic name and all of her plot one. points are just straight up liberal plot points. But in this movie, they're all good. Of course. So, yeah, there's some. Um, it, it never ruins a movie. Um, no. But but the probably the biggest, as far as plot goes, is the whole ending where it's like clearly a bunch of white incel mass shooters from an internet, whatever. And it's like, this was never really set up. They did it a little bit with that lo- Instagram live or whatever thing where you yeah, see all yeah. the people commenting. It's like, okay, there was some, but like to this level, like, come on. And like, you, you saw a little bit when, you know, when Bruce Wayne goes to the funeral and that one guy is like, ah, oh, you, you got what you deserved. You Yeah. And you had all you the know. people with signs. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So. Sure. But, but like, I, I, st- I still agree. It's kind of, yeah, it, it's a little, you know, anticlimactic and a little easy. Just, Oh, the Riddler has a bunch of, impressionable and just followers. not that interesting like it's just, i don't know it just was kind of man and then batman that's what almost kills batman a bunch of random sniper incels like and then okay that's another thing so they it's 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 an interesting dichotomy with this movie where they have batman a super you know they they really go overboard with a realistic interpretation of if a real person was batman like even more than the nolan movies yeah except for the fact that he's invincible and can take thirty thousand bullet shots and be just fine it's overkill and it's really bad yeah i've i've never liked that i mean it was it's a cool shot from like the trailer when he's walking down in the dark and yeah but it's a cool shot and, and and it was all done for real apparently like oh, I'm sure. The uh, all the lighting are actual muzzle flashes. Oh, you can definitely tell that, that that's how the scene is lit. Oh yeah, it's it looks not, beautiful. Yeah. It's, it's it's spectacular, oh, yeah. but it's so really you're gonna take 150 automatic rounds and like you're just fine. Like, look, no, it, that's it, not the way body armor works. Like it, it's also like Batman is as best when like the Arkham games are the perfect example of that where like when you encounter a bad guy who has a gun, you have to completely plan your your mm-hmm. route of assault yeah. completely different to avoid the guy. Cause the guy could kill you like that. And yeah. So it's cool when Batman has to use stealth and like, you know, being covert to kind of maneuver, maneuver around that. And I had that issue in the warehouse fight from BVS where a guy yeah. literally just shoots Batman point blank. It's like, Oh, the cow is bulletproof too. But this movie does the same thing. So we have to be consistent. Yeah, no, exactly. And, and that, that goes into the fact of this as a different Batman character, 
Um, which I, I, this is a part I failed to mention when we were talking about this version of Batman and, uh, this Batman does not care about anything. He doesn't care no. about his well-being. He doesn't care about it. He, there's no stealth to this Batman in any way. He literally just knocks on the door of places <laughs> and yeah. just walks in, which is kind of interesting in a way because it's I like it, different. Yeah. Um, but it gets stupid when he's taken thirty, th- you know, three hundred rounds, and you're like, okay. One, even if they're not penetrating you, all your ribs are broken, man. Like at this oh, yeah. point, like you're done. Like it's too, eh. it's too much. And for this being uber realistic, it's uh, that part was a little annoying. Um, That's a fair point. This Batman needs a lot of help. He should have died a lot of times. Oh yeah, I mean he had, he had to literally use adrenaline at the end just to get up. But, yeah, but at the same time, as p- part of me kind of doesn't like it. Just as a Batman purist type thing. What, the adrenaline? No, no, no. Just him constantly basically should have died um, and oh, needing sure. needing a bunch of people to save him. But at the same time, it's not done too much. And no. it's fairly like, again, like Catwoman saves him at the end. And I didn't hate it. Like no, most like of the it. time yeah. recently nowadays, like I'd hate that. But I didn't in this. I thought it was I thought it worked. No, it's um, not like he was helpless. Because then, then he then he turns like, around right, and saves her right after exactly, that. Yeah, um, like there's yeah, enough he, give and he take. Just, he just took out like twenty of them. One one guy unloads two barrels right in his chest. And also, and like he takes a shotgun blast. Like, dude, like it's just so much. It's like, no, you would not be fine. You would be yeah, dead. No, I, he he takes he literally sits there with the DA. His head is about to explode, and just oh, takes yeah. the full blunt uh, brunt of the explosion. You're like, dude, you can see the timer. You know it's gonna. You just stand there. Oh, that's ex- great. Get though. blown up, and then you're. Eh, and there's just a few things of that where I was like, okay, this Batman is really dumb in certain but, scenes, which was a little frustrating. But sure. Again, but again that's the this minority. Is a Batman who's finding the, his footing and, yeah, we were figuring stuff out. Sure. Which is fine, except when he's just doing stuff that not even a normal person, mis- like, mistakes would be made. Like, it's like. Yeah. There was a little bit of that, which was a little much, which I meant to talk about in the Batman thing, which was a little bit frustrating a couple times. But again, that's the minority. That's the that it's oh, a few. Yeah. It's a handful of selected things. Nipics, the yeah. majority, as we've said, is still fantastic and is still great. But a couple things, the Batman character specifically where I'm like, OK, I don't think he'd be this dumb and I don't think he'd be bulletproof. Although he's still really this is still probably the smartest Batman we've had, like, you know, overall, just figuring the crimes out and the mysteries out. Oh, I mean, as far as the detective stuff? Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. Yeah, we haven't even talked about that. Yeah. How this is, you know, that was the whole draw of this movie, was this is a detective movie, detective-based yeah, Batman. they've always said that. They've always said that this yep. is going to be a detective Batman, and this is one that actually delivers on it. That's the biggest defining feature, because we've never seen that, other than a throwaway thing here Glimps. or there. Or, yeah. or, you know, one scene here or there. We've yeah. never seen a detective story Batman movie, and we got one great it's literally 100%. just like a really almost r-rated version it's of a Riddle true from- crime movie almost yeah it's like a th- it's a straight up thriller you know true crime style movie yeah I, I i love it i love how it's basically one week of just constant crimes of batman trying to 
play catch up to this killer. And that's why the runtime works for me, because it is Absolutely. like detective stuff is boring. It's slow and boring like that. Or, yeah. You like, know, dude, when he when he freaking opens a file cabinet, it's a bunch of files I'm like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> finally. Wait. Wait, just, just him examining the, the body at a crime yeah. scene we've never seen before. The rat maze is using black light. It's like he's got a black light on that belt. Hell yeah. <laughs> And and then the, and the the only part of the, of him being dumb that I didn't mind was them getting the whole rat maze wrong. Oh yeah. Um, because and that's one thing where I liked the uh, that 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 those are kind of some callbacks to the actual Riddler character, where yeah. some stuff like that of him being like, I'm gonna make this so simple you're not even gonna get it. Yeah, you're gonna overthink it. Yeah, yeah. I I liked that element. Oh yeah, it was great. It. I thought that was fun. And it was funny. That's the other thing. There's a decent amount of humor in this movie that works. Like, that fits. Yeah, it's so funny seeing all these butthurt Snyder fans being like, oh, isn't it funny how critics are saying this movie is too dark? It's like, no. like There's there's a difference between dark and just everything is miserable. Right. Yeah, like the, like the Riddler is a funny character still. Yeah. Like he has that element to them, uh, to him, which is, tr- you know, traditionally what we'd see from the Riddler. They do still have that. And I, I enjoyed that a lot, you know, right from the beginning with the thumb drive. Yep. He does the thumb drive, you know, obviously the the rat thing at the end, uh, you know, different things like that. Like I, I thought that was all great. Penguin's funny. I, of course, like Joe, uh, Gordon is like your perfect resource for like nice one liners and like, you know, sarcastic reactions to Batman. Yep. Yep. It's like that's that's where the humor comes naturally. It's not in the middle of it's the It's not climax. jokes. No, thank you. Yeah, it's oh. not jokes. It's uh it's it's in dialogue. Yeah, it's great. Oh. It's in the characters, it's in the reactions, it's in all that. It's not it's... In, in, in the crucial scenes where you know stuff is going down and all, mm-hmm. all seems lost. Someone's like, Oh boy, I hope my shoes don't get wet from all this flooding. It's like, oh god. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, and yeah, we haven't even talked about Colin Farrell's penguin yet. Um, oh my God. Yeah. We, I mean, briefly, but, uh, I, for, I, I just keep forgetting it's Colin Farrell. Yeah. One pff, who even knows you can't even tell there's so much prosthetics on this man. You That's have it. no idea. It's Colin Farrell, but no. it's great. It's fantastic. It's great. I loved it. <laughs> it's a great penguin iteration. Um, it's, uh, it's a, Again, there's a handful of penguin iterations you can do, um, but this is very much a mobster penguin. Yeah. But uh, it works. I mean, they had the Iceberg Lounge. The only thing I didn't like is the fact that it's the Iceberg Lounge, but it's not his. Sure. Yeah, I get that. That was kind of annoying. It's like, don't call it that yet. Yeah. Call it later. It, it should be called something else under Falcone, and then yeah. now that he's in charge. Now exactly. It's yeah. But I liked how he was, uh, yeah, I, 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 it worked. Like he was not the main guy. It's still, and I've heard Matt Reeves talk about this too, is, is he wanted to do an early Batman without doing an origin story, quote, you know, quote unquote Batman. But he did want to do, uh, he did want to do like an origin story with the villains. Like he okay. wanted to develop all the villains kind of yeah, from scratch cool. and you know, that's what they're doing. Like, he's not the penguin yet. He's Although, he, he is, but he isn't. 
Yeah, I know. I totally get you. Although I did think of another nitpick I have uh, that occurs during the Iceberg Lounge is when he first goes and he first meets the penguin. He's up in the penguin's office, and, and that's the first time we see uh, Selena Kyle come in. Mm-hmm. And like when she comes in, she like they're doing a drug deal right in front of him. Yeah, I'm sorry. Real Batman, real Ke- like Conroy Batman would have just grabbed the drugs from the platter and like broken them and like, nope, you're not trading in front of me. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> fair. Um, now, I've, this I've, Batman, of course, is not going to do that. But I'm like, no, nope, real Batman would be like, nope. <laughs> true. I know. I, I would have loved that. <laughs> I've also heard people complain. And I, and I thought I kind of was a little annoyed with it, too. Like him just walking into the iceberg lounge and no one being afraid of him being Batman. Um, sure. I, I was a little annoyed with that. But then I, I, I don't remember if I heard someone else say it or something where it's like, because at the very beginning of the movie, you know, the whole beginning setup is, oh, he's terrifying criminals so much that they, you know, are, are scared of him when he's not even there. But then right. he, you know, knocks on the door of Iceberg Lounge and nobody's afraid of him. They're just like, go away, you weirdo. And it's like, so part of me was annoyed with that. But then I thought, I, I don't remember, I think I heard someone say it. But they're like, this is like the organized mob. Yeah. Like the, all the normal criminals are oh, scared yeah. of him. But these are like the top of the top. And he's yeah. still fairly new. And he is it is kind of weird having a guy dressed as a bat. So with these with this level of criminal, it's, you know, not quite the same as the lower levels. And then, you know, and then even by the end, after the amazing car chasing, which we haven't even talked about <laughs> oh, please. with the penguin, by the end, penguin is freaking terrified. Of exactly. It, you know, yeah. so like it builds to that. So once I thought about that, I was like, you know what? That's fine. Um, yeah. And I also thought it was interesting how he in, has to infiltrate the club three different times, three yeah, different does. ways. <laughs> First, he just barges in his Batman. Then he just barges in his Bruce Wayne. And then he finally sneaks in. The third time. Yep. <laughs> no, that's a good point. I like that. <laughs> which is kind of funny. Uh, I heard someone talk about that, which I thought that was funny. But um, yeah, let's talk about the Batmobile and the car chase. Oh, we haven't talked about God. that yet. Okay. One, cool... I remember when the Batmobile came out, we were all like, oh, okay. That's, it's, you know, just kind of a car. Yeah, I didn't love it. Yeah, yeah me neither. I, I didn't hate it or anything. It was just like, oh, that's kind of underwhelming. And and then the trailer came out. It was like, ooh. Okay, Blue flame. That's pretty yeah. cool. And, yeah. you know, and the whole idea of he's building all this stuff himself. So, it, he, you know, he would probably have to build it from an actual car. Yeah. Um, not just from complete scratch. And uh, and then, you know, once you saw it in action, it was like, oh, that looks pretty cool. Like that. that I, I like that. And then, in, you know, in the movie, it was great. You see it up there, you know half done or whatever in the bat cave right, and then right, i even right. liked how at the end it didn't work right away yeah like it's still kind of like you you know this is his first time taking it out or whatever because when he you know he first goes in there you hear it like start but then it doesn't start right away yeah, and it yeah. takes him a second and then he finally does it i i don't know i don't know if that was on purpose or if that was supposed to be like that or seem like that but that's the way i thought it was was it kind of miss start like misfiring at first yeah, or like he doesn't get in the gear right away. Yeah, um, which I thought but was no, funny. I, the, the, I felt the same way, where I love this Batmobile now, because like I said earlier, where you cannot judge the Batmobile just on the design, yeah. but how it is in action. And it, also, having a real like physical car is so much better than even the coolest CGI yeah, oh, action scene sure. with the Batmobile. And the part, just at the beginning, 
when they look down the alley and they see it and it ignites and the sound of it yeah. and it's got this blue and it looks demonic it, it literally does. looks evil i'm like that's the batmobile even if it doesn't look like the one from the uh, burton or the you know uh the 90s cartoon that is a batmobile because that is a feeling that it should invoke 100% agree. Um, and I've heard so many people say, oh, this is this is the best Batmobile. This is my favorite Batmobile. For me, nope. Sorry. the Still not my favorite. Yeah, It's not. The Burton Batmobile is still my favorite one, followed by the 66 Batmobile. Those are still my favorite Batmobiles. Um, but I really like this. And again, in the context of this movie, this character, and this tone, perfect. Absolutely and the chase perfect. itself is awesome. And the like, chase yeah. is fantastic. It's so well done. And the blend of CGI and practical is so fun. You can't tell. You cannot tell. I think most no. of the other cars are CGI. Probably. Um, yeah, unless the ones are actually interacting. I think most with, yeah. of like the wrecks and like the semi-trucks and stuff, I think most of that is CGI. Oh, really? A lot of that But you real. can't you can't tell. But but the no. car the Batmobile is real. The yeah, oh, yeah. jump through the fire thing is real. Yep. Like, oh man, all all the shots. And, I, and again, I was listening to an inter- interview with Matt Reeves, them talking about him filming that scene. And again, they prevised basically the whole thing ahead of time with like the different technology and stuff. And, um, and, and he was trying to figure out how many ways he could mount cameras on the car because he wanted to like, bring out that like old school seventies, like car chase vibe with the cameras on the car. Where like when the car moves, the camera moves. Yeah. Yeah. He's had bullet French connection, you know, stuff like that where, you know, when the car shakes, the camera shakes and like you're in there with that. You definitely feel that dude. You see so many interesting shots. Half the chase is from mounted cameras on the car. Oh yeah. From either from the wheel or from this or from, you know, the side or, or from the front and there's all this stuff. And you have Colin Farrell in there and, and, and again, they, they only had, I think they, they had, I think they said they did it twice with that big explosion with the car jump and they had to get it because, you know, Colin Farrell's in the shot, yeah, re, you know, reacting to it. And he said that was all him. Like the whole, I don't even think that was in the script necessarily, but like his, his reaction, you know, the whole, I got you, I got you was basically all him. And, uh, and they had, I think he said they did it. They ended up being able to do it twice, but, uh, the first one is the one that's in the movie and it's just so cool. I mean, it's in the trailer. So, of course, you know, it's, it wasn't like a surprise. It's even better with him just walking in slow motion, which is also in uh, the trailer, but, oh, what a great ending. Cause there's the the car chase is just great. It's fast. It's vitriol. It's so well shot. Uh, You know, a, a, huge chunk is practical and feels like it feels intense and real. And then that just ending of just the explosion car jumping through it, landing, you know, running into the penguins car, him upside down. Then the view upside down of him looking at just Batman slowly walking in with just flames in the background with the, with that Batman theme going. It's like so cliche, you know, and all that stuff of action movie, but my God, goodness is it perfect it's so good it's oh one God. of the most badass things you've ever seen in not even a batman movie, just any movie yeah it's like it's a perfect formula for like goosebumps like oh so cliche slow motion rain there's a explosion. reason why it's a th- why it's a cliche and it's because it works and it's awesome yes. 
Absolutely. Oh my God. Every time, like just give me that every time. And then you, you finally, and you have the penguin who before really didn't care much that the, the Batman was, you know, there. And now you can see the, the apprehension and the fear. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Oh God. You know, but, but, but but it's not too much because then, you know, he grabs penguin and then he's kind of back to being penguin when him and Gordon have him, you know, after that. Yeah. But, uh, Ah, oh, just that moment is just so good. No, so it's, good. It's probably the highlight. Uh, again, a lot of people are like, oh, this is the best Batman chase by far. I still love the first one from Batman Begins. Talk about another great practical, just badass, yeah. great music scene. But I, I just mean, hate this that one, Batmobile. I know you do, but uh, this one, like, ah, uh, it's yeah, the the freaking the feel inside of it, where you just feel Batman having to change gears mm-hmm. or like find that little window in between the two semis. Like, Oh, or great. even just penguin being like trapped, like behind cars yeah. and stuff. Like it just feels so, it felt like a such realistic car chase. Like if yeah, there was it was an actually a car like chase, it, it felt like it, like you can't just always go. Yeah. It wasn't your typical Hollywood car chase where there's nothing but open lanes in downtown Manhattan. You're like, how are you even driving right now? Yeah. No, it was like, no, there's traffic, there's crap in the road. You can't see it's raining. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah i love that it was it was great um, but yeah just the beginning of just oh the batmobile revving up and i saw it in imax so the sound was unbelievable and nice. just like you had the blue backlight from the uh the the jet fire engine and then you have like the orange from whatever you call it like oh it was so awesome yep yep oh, per- perfect way to introduce the batmobile yes oh 100 percent and yeah, I'm disappointed and I can't believe we didn't even talk about it till right now. But yeah, well, uh, I, don't, I don't know. Might, might have been the best action scene in the movie. It, it's I don't know. It was so good. Uh, yeah, probably. I mean, there wasn't a whole lot of action if you think about it. It is true. Um, but I, I, I mean, the, the scene where he's with the scene after he punches gordon and he's running through the station <laughs> yeah and he does the wing suit that was pretty awesome come on oh yeah uh that's interesting too yeah the uh and again to making the the character feel like you know a real character he's not just the batman of oh i'll just jump off this building and glide away it's like no it's like I, what <laughs> do i you know, <laughs> well i gotta get a whole flying suit together and let me think about this and i don't know how this is gonna work and then it's not gonna work and i'm gonna crash to the ground oh my god yeah i don't know how you didn't die there it's like <laughs> yeah again this is kind of an invincible batman but uh that's all right at least he was limping a little bit if he was just like ah, i'm all right that'd be one thing true true like he black widow for two minutes so that's fair. yeah i mean you know he probably went home pretty sore yeah <laughs> that's true but yeah, but that that that's just par for the course. I mean, with the character of Batman, you just you gotta you gotta take some liberties with that when it's a human character. Oh my god, no human being could do what Batman does. Like no. if you if no. you work out like he does, fight like he does, and get as little sleep, you would instantly blow your ACL in the first fight you had. He's like, ah, yep. I'm done. I'm already like that. I have like nine so injuries bro. that won't heal. And don't uh, even tell me. Yeah, no, hundred percent. So I'm at the ratio now where like I work for I work out one day and then I have to rest for four in between. <laughs> Not quite that much, but I definitely blew out this thing. I have this problem in between. I guess it's like top of my like shin splint or something. It's where my Ooh, shin connects yeah. to my knee on my left leg, and it's it's never healed in like four years, and it'll it'll blow out, and then I'll rehab it for a few weeks, and it'll kind of heal, and then I can work out legs and stuff again, and then after a few months, it'll. Pfft, it'll go again and then I got to do it again. It's like, it's just never going to heal. Just 
once you get over the age of 25, I feel like nothing heals anymore. No, no, no. You're, 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 you're walking out with everything you got now. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very depressing, but, um, anyway, Oh man. What, what else have we not covered? It's gotta be something. We've covered most of it. I think we have, but, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure we're missing, I'm sure we're missing something. I, I guess we haven't really talked about Falcone. I thought Falcone was great. Yeah, I loved it. It was I thought it was really good. Yeah, John Turo, you forget how good he could be uh when he was in a dramatic role, but I thought he was great. Yeah, I thought the look was I mean, obviously he was smaller than most of the ways Falcone is portrayed, but I thought his Not look sure. was perfect. He looked he looked just out of the page of Long Halloween. Oh, absolutely. Except yeah, smaller. But like the face and yeah. everything, the glasses, you know, all the mustache, all that stuff, it looked just like it. It yeah, was, he was awesome. creepy too, like especially that that like voicemail when you hear him talking to the the Russian mm-hmm. girl, and they just hear her start screaming. They're like, oh, yeah, I forget. Falcone is pretty evil. Yeah, the, and the, the, they they pulled out several pretty cool scenes and stuff from Long Halloween. Oh, in yeah. this, You know, even just the whole thing of Catwoman scratching him. You know, yep. they, they yeah, pulled out cool. several of those things, which was cool. And I I enjoyed. So uh, I, I did love that one riddle with the Riddler where it's like, you know, bring the, the rat out into the light. It was like, bro, only you could get the bat or only the Batman could go in there and get Falcone out. And it's like, okay, that was pretty smart. Yeah, no, that that's a good point. That was, that was pretty cool. Yeah. He's like, I couldn't do that. I can't physically do that. I need and that's someone what Batman's else to like, do it. Shit. Yeah. And that's a great moment of like where you actually make the villain appear smarter than the hero without making the hero look like an idiot. Yeah, no, that's a great point. Yeah. Cause again, this Batman was kind of dumb in several scenes, but it never really harped on it a lot of times. No. Which was which was nice, which was nice to see. But um, yeah, that's that's a great point. You did have a couple elements of the Riddler being smarter than Batman. Oh yeah, absolutely. Which, which I think, and again, and that's one of the few characters. Yeah, who would, can be? You know where that does work. Yeah. So yeah, like, I enjoyed like, that. Him, Hugo Strange, maybe Rage, a couple other Joker. Yeah, it's like not many. No, there's a handful of characters that can kind of do that. I mean, to be honest, most of the rogues gallery, you can get away with that to some degree. The main oh, yeah, ones. Oh, yeah, like, outsmarting him every yeah, now and then. But sure, yeah, sure, sure. Uh, but, like, in, in terms of, like, inherent intelligence, it's like, yeah, Riddler is probably one of the only few who can rival him just naturally. Yeah, no, 100%. So, uh, yeah, no. And, and, I, and I hope we get to see more of the Riddler. I would love to see, like, you know, we introduce a few more villains in Arkham, and then I, they all bust out, and we get to see them, like, back on, like, because this Riddler... Seeing what kind of damage he did, you know, this time it's like, God, you know, what happens if he gets out again? Also, I think we might get if we did see a Riddler again, it would probably be a little bit more like a Riddler. We'd like expect to see. I think it'd be a little bit closer oh, to I'm the sure. character if we saw it again, Because yeah, even by the end, he seemed a lot a little bit more, you know, kind of over the top by the end. Yeah, I I would love to see Paul Dano kind of be able to go a little bit more classic Riddler and and really have a little bit more screen time. Obviously, a lot of the time he's in this movie, it's like, you know, through a phone or, you Mm -hmm. know, recording. Um, So I would love to see him like a little bit more classic, you know, not like hokey, green and, you know, question mark blazer jacket. But like I would never be against it. Of course. But no, like, yeah, I, I would love to see a movie where he gets out, of course, and. Uh, we get that proper, you know, arc of the the villains are back out in the streets. It's like, oh crap! Now they're even worse than before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. Nope. Totally agree. So here's hoping. Yeah, that'd be fun. But yeah, I don't, I don't know what else we can really touch on. It's pretty much touched on most, most of it. Uh, I'm trying to think if I hit all the things I want to, you know, favorite scene for you. Oh man. Uh, that, that's tough. Uh, obviously the Batmobile chase is one of my favorites. Of course. Um, j- j- and honestly, mostly just cause of the ending shot makes that. Whole oh thing. yeah. Him on the Superdome or whatever. No, him, uh, walking to the Riddler or walking to the penguin with the explosion in the background. Oh, okay. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. Um, the, the, obviously the whole intro, the whole opening is just phenomenal with the voiceover, with the criminals, oh. with the bat signal, with him talking about, you know, how crazy he's basically going after two years of just working nights and now, you know, how he has to keep a record of the night uh, night's events just so he knows the days that go by. Yeah. Um, and then just, you know, just leading into that whole first showing of the Batman character on the, in the train station where you just have all those guys just attacking the one, you know, uh, random guy. And then you just hear the footsteps. Oh yeah. I love how, how heavy his footsteps are. Cause again, this Batman doesn't sneak. He doesn't no, sneak. He doesn't, he just walks right into things and, yeah. and you just, you just hear the steps and then just slowly walks out and you just see him and then he just destroys one guy just destroys all these people and yeah uh, i don't know man that that's hard it's probably those two to be honest like that yeah. opening and the batmobile chase uh it's i i, I love the know. the 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 wrap up at the end when you know he's rescue helping rescue all the people from mm-hmm. The flooding, and you know, it's him and the one chick is like still holding on to him. Yeah, and he's just like covered in like mud and stuff. And he looks up and it's the shot from the trailer, and it's like oh, also, you know, the context of that scene of him realizing what he what he is to the city now and to the people of Gotham and just kind of the evolution. That's great. And yeah, then also the scene is. with Pierce Scar- uh, Sarsgaard in the the funeral with the riddles. I thought that was great. Where he's like just trying to help him. He's like, no, here's the answer. It's like tell me who the rat is and. And you just hear the Riddler like toying and counting down and like, you know, distracting the guy. Like that was a great scene. That was. Yeah. That, yeah. We didn't really talk about that scene. But yeah, that is. I agree. That was a that was a very good scene. Yeah, I don't I don't know. There's it's just the, the biggest the biggest thing with this movie is just the tone, the vibe, the feel Gotham City. Oh, yeah. The music. It, it's just. It's just so good. It really is. All of that is just so good. It's everything you would want from a Batman movie. Again, just atmosphere wise. And yeah, and I can't wait to see where it goes. Because again, this character now can evolve. Like there's yes, there's growth, and which again is very difficult to do with a Batman character. You have to take some some liberties to get away with that. Course, but you can't be perfect from the beginning because then yeah, where do you go? Yeah, and they take liberties, but they don't change the core of the character. Exactly. And again, you can do that when you don't mess with the core of the character. And the liberties they do take are at the service of the story and the, mm-hmm. the specific event they want to tell. It's not just, oh, I think it'd be cool if Batman used a machine gun. Why? 
because it'd be cool because <laughs> I'm an idiot. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Nope. Totally agree. And I'm, I very much want to see a trilogy of this. I want to oh, see God. where this goes. I want five movies. I mean, I'll take a trilogy. If that's all I can get. But dude, give I mean, Robert Pattinson's young enough, dude. Give me, give me five. Look, man. Uh, sure. Yeah. If, if this is how good they can be, please like, again, that's the difference between the good movies and the bad movies. The good movies, you're like, I like this. There's these things I didn't like. Bad movies, it's like, well, I like these things. Right, I like the warehouse fight. Right, that's the difference. Again, is this a perfect movie? No, not in any no. way, shape, or form. Of course not. Is it even the best Batman movie? I would say no. I still say Batman Begins is the best Batman movie. Yeah, Batman it's just so streamlined and perfect. Like, ah, oh God, it's the it perfect is. origin story it, for it, Batman. It is. And for any superhero, really, it's the perfect origin movie. For but. sure. Well, yeah. I disagree. I think first Spider-Man is the perfect origin. Okay, movie that's, as far as I'll allow that. That's, a, that's, that's fair. But uh, but yeah, I, I still would at least as of now, I would still say that's the best Batman. And I don't think that's going to change. Um, it'd, be, it'd be freaking tough because if this can't, damn. Like, I, I don't think that's going to change, at least as far as like this movie goes. Uh, I, yeah. I don't think so. This, I would argue, is at least as of now, I would say this is probably the second best Batman movie. Yeah, um, I would agree. Again, because I don't think the Dark Knight is a great Batman movie. Same. Yeah. I think the first half is a great Batman movie and the back half is a terrible Batman movie. Movie as a whole is great. It's a fantastic movie as a whole, obviously. Um, but... Uh, well, the other the other great part about this is how much of it takes place at night. Like ninety nine percent of this movie takes place at night. Oh yeah, we didn't. Yeah, it, it's all it's basically all at night. It's almost always raining. When it is yeah. the daytime, there's no sun. No, it, it's like the one daytime was the funeral, and that was pretty much it. And there's no sun. It's all overcast no. the entire time. The only and time you ever see sun more. are like uh, those few shots of like sunsets or sunrises are the exactly. only times yeah, you ever see the sun. Hour, yeah. Again, which just goes with the vibe and tone of the movie. And yet, this movie still has more color than Man of Steel. True. Oh, a lot more. Ton more color. Oh, yeah. But that's the, yeah, that's the whole thing. And that's that's a good, you know, that's the whole thing. Batman doesn't go out during the day. No. Nope. The only time he's out during the day is at the end of the movie when he's saving people, like, from the flood. That's the only yeah, time. Yeah, he's been up all night. Yeah. Right. That's the only time you see Batman in the daytime. Because again, again, they did that super well with the first two Nolan movies. It's, you know, that that's the whole thing. He's it's a night character. And uh, yeah, they did a great job with that, too. So, yeah, I don't I don't know what else there is to say. I think we never hit everything, dude. Yeah, I this was I was I'm pleasantly uh, surprised to say and, and glad that this is the first Matt Reeves movie that I do love. Uh, and I'm glad it was this movie, obviously. Yeah, no, me too. Uh, I'd only seen one. I'd only seen the second Planet of the Apes movie. Dawn of Planet of the Apes is the only one I'd seen. I hadn't seen any of his other movies, so I didn't have a background in his movie making. But everything I'd heard right. from him and everything, all I you know, I enjoyed and agreed with pretty much everything that he said. And, and, and same with Robert Pattinson. You can tell, dude, yeah, he put in the research for this, like. I feel like he's pretty much read just about every comic there is. When he's talking about Batman Shaman and stuff like that, it's like the influential people are going to be like, what's that? 
Like, I had know. completely forgotten about that comic too. I did too. <laughs> Until he was talking about it and they showed the cover. I was like, wait a minute. I've read yeah, that like, comic. <laughs> like, I remember that weird comic. I'm like what? I was like, I remember that legend of the dark Knight story. Yeah. So that was funny. Yeah, I agree. That was interesting. And I'm trying to remember. I totally blanked. What is the name of the, of the comic that Matt Reeves talked about as a huge impression? Was it called Batman ego ego? Yeah. That's what it was called. I was yeah. trying to think of what it was. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, the big one. The other day, that's, I was where like, that's like, what it he's was. Like talking to himself, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is a, which is a great comic. Yeah, that's cool. I like that a lot. Uh, so yeah, but you know, when you hear some, uh, you know, some other, you know, definite you know, other comics that people talk about, it's like that's that's usually a good sign. Yeah, it's not just classic. Oh, here's a picture of Robert Pattinson holding up the Dark Knight Returns. Like, I'm getting to the character, guys. It's like, <laughs> okay. Now, this is very long Halloween, so that is very fair. Oh, sure. Which also, you know, obviously Nolan obviously took, you know, a big inspiration from that as well. And this one does to an even more degree. Yeah. Um, That's clearly the main inspiration for this story. That's very, you know, that's very apparent, um, which is great. I mean, obviously, that's a great detective story. That's the whole point Of of that story. And especially after the... (sighs) <sighs> less than great uh animated adaptation we got last year um well, isn't is, isn't it great how how order has been restored now now we are now we actually have superior live action versions of batman movies and anime versions where it's like yeah when was the last time we had a good live action batman movie it was dark knight right <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I still love dark knight rises but i'm not gonna no argue. dark knight rises is garbage it's a terrible movie. The only thing good about that movie is Tom Hardy's Bane for the first three-fourths of the character. That's the only good thing about that movie. Yeah, um, it does not get enough credit. It gets ruined at the end, that's why. Um, yeah. I still, ugh, like the worst Catwoman. Oh. Everything about is she that wor- movie is she is worse trash. than Michelle Pfeiffer? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, Michelle Pfeiffer's not terrible. It's just I hate yeah. everything about that movie. Um, I got yeah, nothing against anyway. Michelle Pfeiffer. No, I, think, no. I think she's fine, and I think her chemistry with Batman is good. Oh, um, great. Yeah. It's the backstory of the character, which is trash. Yeah. And the fact that she becomes the main character in the movie more so than Batman. Yeah. Well, that's part of the whole other issue, that whole movie as a whole. Oh, of um, course. It's the worst Batman movie ever made. I stand by that. I hate it with every fiber of my being, except for the, you know, the two things we already mentioned. Um. Oh, man. Uh, aside from that, anyway, I hate talking about Batman Returns. I'd rather just talk about Batman forever. Release a Schumacher cut. Come on. (sighs) It's the one thing I'll get behind. I'll get behind that. I'm all It's not going to happen because we're not insufferable assholes who are threatening the children of Warner Brothers executives. So dumb. Just finish it, man. It's already done. You just got to do a couple of probably audio things and some cleaning up of film. And that's pretty much all you really need to do. Seriously, like, it won't cost match you some anything. audio, probably add some music and clean up the film. And that's pretty much all it's needed. Like the cut's been made. Ugh, you don't have to spend a hundred million dollars to reshoot the damn thing and make it somehow worse. <laughs> I don't understand. You're not you're not, you're not going to be out hardly anything. No, it will cost you nothing. <sighs> Use some of the money that you're, you're profiting from this. It's like, come on. That I love Batman Forever. I want to see it's a Schumacher kind of Batman Forever. Batman Forever. I, I honestly want to just do a whole nother podcast on Batman Forever again. I, I, I love know, that movie right? so much. Flaws and we all, should. I love it. Like, like an I, anniversary, we should. Especially after watching this movie, like comparing the, the Riddlers and stuff. 
that's a good i hey that can be our excuse for doing it again hey, hey, hey uh, the riddler I'll, came I'll, out so let's do the other riddler <laughs> oh we gotta watch batman forever again oh we gotta watch the first two episodes of batman 66 again because you know riddler that's hey, the other gun. thing no one's <laughs> ever gonna gun. top frank gorshin's riddler it's just not gonna happen no no god no but credit to Paul Dano. He did a great job. Oh, yeah. No. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like we talked about this. This movie, this world. Fantastic. Fits and honestly, like, a glove. like the other reason you don't need the Joker, like this kind of feels like his own Joker. Like this Riddler feels like yeah. his perfect kind of foil of the Joker in some ways. Yeah, that's yeah. That, uh, I don't know if I go that far, but that's that's not a bad assumption. That's that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, to be, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Obviously, I think you're setting up Hush. I think that's I the clear next setup, which I think could be I, fun. I, I love a Court of Owls. I feel like especially in this universe, this Gotham, it'd be great. Um, we'll I don't see. want that yet, though. You have to wait. Like, that has yeah. to be. The whole thing with that is, like, Batman's been Batman for so long and that's knows true. every part of the city. That right, then that's movie. what that's what the big yeah. reveal is. That's when that makes the most impact. Fair point. Is is later on, um, but uh, I I really want to see a, a proper Two Face. Like I, Two Face is my favorite Batman villain. It's like to, you know, obvious. It's hard to say that. Like with the Joker, it's like obviously the Joker's the Joker. Like that's yeah, that's hard talk. to say. Yeah. But like my other fa- my favorites are Two Face and Mad Hatter. Those are, those are my favorite Batman. Ah, oh, Mad Hatter would be awesome. And. I, I, you know, I love Aaron Eckhart and I think that character's arc works in the dark Knight, but yeah. it's not two face. It's, it's, it's not like we haven't yeah, seen an actual two face, you know, portrayal, which I just love that character so much. And, and we can do it now. Cause you had the DA die. The DA die. Yeah, absolutely. Like you, yeah. You can do that. And so I'd love to see a real Two-Face and the Mad Hatters are such an underrated character that would fit really well in this world. You could do a whole nother serial killer murder mystery thing with the Mad oh my Hatter. Oh God, yeah. Like that's such a creepy, when that, uh, I, I'm i blanking on the comics. There's been a couple really good comic runs. Uh, there was a really good Mad Hatter comic run in Gotham Central. Um, the comic Gotham Central back in the day. I don't remember what it was called. It was like a three or four issue arc. But like you can, that character can be one of the creepiest. Oh yeah. Like most sinister characters when it's done right. Absolutely. And uh, oh, it would be great. The, you know, the mind control thing, all that would be. It's so different. It's fresh, and it still would fit with the. Vi- it would fit perfectly in this world. I think so. Absolutely. I feel like a lot of villains would fit perfectly in this world. People are like, oh, it's so ultra realistic. None of these villains could work. It's like, no, man. I feel like. So many Are you of kidding me? That's too. most of Batman's villains. Yes, thank you. Like, okay, sure. Solomon Grundy. Imagine like a up. one-two punch with like Mad Hatter and like Professor Pig like working together. Oh yeah, or like Hugo Strange. Yeah, something like that. Like, oh. yeah, Hugo Strange would be fun too. That would, oh, that would be, be great. Fun. You'd you'd yeah. need someone else in it yeah, also. For sure, for sure. You couldn't be just Hugo Strange. But, no, uh, like, or like if next, like next movie, Two Face and Hush, or uh, yeah, Two Face and Hush, that'd be awesome. I'd be all for it. That'd be an interesting combination. Yeah, I'm not yeah. sure exactly what they do together, but I feel like Matt Reeves could make it work. I agree. Yeah, I yeah, th- those are those are the one. Hush would Penguin be fun. Penguin still around? Yeah, you know? Penguin. Yeah, obviously Penguin would still be around for sure. Um, yeah, again, there's so many options, and that that's the one thing that's so cool about this is. Yeah. There's like hope 
Like yeah. not even just after this movie, but also lo- like looking forward, there's hope. Like we're excited about what could come next. Yeah, When's I mean, the last is- time we've we've gotten to do that with a movie? After the Dark Knight, where it's like, who's going to be the next villain? Oh, sweet, it's going to be Bane, and like you're you're just thinking about all the possibilities. We Bane would be that. awesome in this world. Absolutely. Are you kidding me? Yes, I love Bane. Give me more Bane. I'll never uh, complain about more Bane. Uh, again, it, but you're right. It's so cool to be back to a just what Batman should be, and just endless possibilities. The height of cinema. It just it knows how to be a blockbuster. Everyone's like, oh man. You know, awesome Batman. You know, you're getting awesome music. Yep. You know, imagery, all the badass stuff. It's like, no, nah, this is what. And now we're all just going to be obsessing about who's going to be the next villain. Like, oh, yeah, it's great. I love it. That's where you want to. That's where you want to be. As long as it's not the Joker. It's, it's, Please no. It's where you want to be. Okay. There's too many other great options, man. Exactly. Yeah. Gosh, I would give anything to have a live action Mad Hatter. One day. Now I just want to go back and like read all those Mad Hatter stories again. There's not yeah. nearly enough of them. It's such an underutilized character. Which also, speaking of which, it's so funny to see people mad about like, oh, this is a, my Batman. My Batman is a you know physical beast and the biggest of all time. I'll never see that get that ever on screen again. It's like, bro, like Kevin Porter would beat the shit out of Ben Affleck. We've already had a big chunky Batman. Oh, it's like Kevin Porter's. Kevin Porter's Porter is awesome. <laughs> it's like, please, he would make Ben Affleck like his bitch. Like, oh yeah, for uh, sure, for sure. It's like, so once you take that away, what does Ben Affleck's Batman have that we can't have like done again? Or the, yeah, the else? only thing Ben Affleck. I mean, look, we're, we're, we've said it before. We're not going to argue. The best ever look of Batman was oh, Ben Affleck's. The suit and the suit. and the suit, the physicality, the look. Oh, it was absolutely. awesome. It was awesome. It was great. That was we're, it. We're we're not going to argue anybody with that. Like I would love having like that costume or like that. To be honest, even like the damn poster of like Batman versus Superman with like you know him, oh, Gal Gadot, and Henry Cavill yeah. is an awesome shot. Because yeah, again, Henry them. Cavill was a perfect Superman that they totally ruined. Oh yeah. Um, but uh, like yeah, visually that is the best Batman we've ever seen by far. It, for oh, sure. For sure. We have no arguments in that. Uh, the portrayal was trash. And yeah. and I don't even necessarily blame Ben Affleck. I think it no. could have been all right. And and again, we've talked about it before. We talked about it on a Batman vs. Superman. Like, Batman vs. Superman has a few decent things in it. Like, it's not 100% crap. It's like 90% crap. But, yeah. like, there are, you know, there's three or four good Batman scenes in that movie. Of course. Um, we're, you know, we're trying our best, like, not to hate on Ben Affleck completely. I, I think he could have been okay, even with that character. Sure. If we had had, you know, someone who wasn't a retard who was writing it and directing it. Um, and, and not a, you know, unreliable alcoholic train wreck. Well, was he wasn't him. in Batman vs. Superman. No, but he was immediately after that yeah, year. And, yes, and that was he when was. he was supposed to do a solo movie. And that's one of, one, that was what I was going to talk about. We don't have time anymore. There's a god-awful Midnight's Edge video talking about basically how the Ben Affleck solo movie turned into this one. And it's Ugh. the most, it's the most butthurt theme you'll ever see. It's hilarious. They literally insinuate that the only reason that Warner brothers cast Robert Pattinson is because they then wanted to cast Kristen Stewart as Catwoman to cash in on the twilight fan base. And it's like, Holy crap, you guys are the worst. That's just awful. That's... No, you should watch that video though. It's like, no, and, and I don't even want how... to. His, his solo movie was going to be him versus Deathstroke in Arkham Asylum. And it was going to be, 
two hours of like the raid fight scenes between Batman and Deathstroke, and people are like, oh my god, that sounds like the greatest thing ever. And now, to be fair, that does sound pretty good. It does sound cool, except for the fact, the fact that Deathstroke is not a Batman villain, but, true, you know, whatever. True, but, I but, mean, he's, you know, I mean, yes, look, he's a Teen Titans villain. We all we all know Deathstroke I would say is a Teen Also Titans. more Green Arrow villain, but, yeah. No, he's a Teen Titans villain. Yeah, fair. No, one, like, 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 legitimately, he is a Teen Titans villain. Well, that yeah. is what he was created for. Um, But, uh, eh, I don't know. I think that'd be fun. Like, I would, it, I wouldn't mind that. In concept, it's fine, but then they're like, oh, the script was the greatest script I ever read. It's like, of course it is, even though Ben Affleck himself admitted it was never done. So it's like, yeah. how is it the greatest script you ever heard or read when it wasn't even completed? No, I, nope, I agree. I, I, I totally agree. Oh, man. Anyway. Uh, I, I forgot, I forgot where I was going. Uh, is there anywhere left to go? I think we exhausted ourselves oh, uh one thing uh let's just Shit. mention because we uh yeah sorry um sorry right. <laughs> uh we've already talked most about it but just robert pattinson's batman can we talk about how like physically he's fine yeah can we just touch on that real quick because that was a big yeah. thing that had to go around of him being like oh i didn't want to work out and stuff and can we all just talk about how he's just messing with everybody of course he was kidding. like you really think he was gonna be you know christian bale for the machinist like, and look, the... is he like the biggest? Jack? No, he's no. not. And you know what? If Batman was a real person, he probably wouldn't be with the way he has you, to move. Now, to be, be fair, now to be fair, he doesn't do that in the movie. He really just kind of barges in and brutes his way around. So yeah. maybe it would work if he was a bigger person with the way the character's portrayed. That's fair, but uh, it's fine. Like it's fine. Yeah, and, and I've heard I've heard so many people like. This is another thing that has annoyed me with people talking about Batman. And again, I've, I've mentioned my few things with, you know, I don't think the character's perfect. And I think there's some things that are fair if people are turned off by. Sure. Um, obviously, my biggest thing is people comparing it to Spider-Man. Mm, makes me angry. Um, the other thing is people talking about how it's all the suit and it's not Robert Pattinson at all. Oh, I've heard I've heard multiple people say that. And they're like, oh, it's just, you know, just the suit. The suit looks great. Anyone in the suit looking like that. It's like, in a way, you're right. Like, that's fair. But that's also kind of the point. Like, that's why Batman designed the suit. Like, that's that's the point of the yeah. character. And I think Robert Pattinson did a great job as far as uh, when he's in the suit. Alone. Dude, his... Yeah, they did a great job of designing a mask where you can see all of his expressions. Yeah, like, I'm a huge proponent for the whole white eyes. That would have been a mistake with this movie, because his eyes are so freaking yep. expressive and, like, key to, like, scenes. Yep. No, 100%. I think that's a great point. Um, he, the, he does... I, for anyone who says that, that it's just, oh, he doesn't have a presence and it's just the suit. It's like... Kill did yourself. Did you watch the movie? Did you watch the movie? Like like Ian just said, the, the facial expressions, the emoting is the best we've ever seen from a Batman. Yeah. And, and again, and I think it's because of the more minimalist Cal. It's it's it yeah, covers less of his face than like, yeah. you know, in the Nolan movies or in the, the Keaton movies. Yeah, or, classic can't move your neck. Yeah, you it's know. a much bigger Cal, and this is a much smaller one. Yeah. Um 
So obviously that is part of it. But dude, Robert Pattinson is great. He, he's, he's great. He's so good. And he he's so good at playing this character. Like this portrayal, yeah. this character nails it. Like you said, he clearly has a feel for Batman. He has a feel for the way the character is and, and acts. He, and, and, and he made, and that's the thing. When you know that you then can make deviations. It's, yeah. it's like the whole thing with musicians or writing. Like you have to learn how it works first to then be able to deviate from it. Yeah. You have to be comfortable enough in the, the character and the performance to actually start to do stuff differently. Cause I was like, yep. Jared Leto's Joker was never comfortable. And that's why mm-hmm. every scene he's trying to be, look how crazy I am. I'm crazy Joker. Whereas yep. like, Keith Ledger's Joker was so comfortable that in the scenes where he's just talking quietly and not moving, he's still the Joker. Yep. Yes. That's a great point. And I, I thought I felt, yeah. And, and yeah, Robert Pattinson is great. I mean, we all know, everyone knows he's a, he's a great actor at this point. Oh, I mean, that that's out the window. Everyone yeah. had gotten, and that's one thing. I wonder if that's the reason why he took this role because probably, which is interesting. Because he's done nothing but indie movies since, yeah. you know, the Twilight and Harry Potter. And this is his first real... F- I'm trying to think if he's done any big budget movies. A Tenet, I no. guess, was the first. Tenet, yeah. First kind of one. But this is him kind of going back to that. And I wonder if... I don't know how much of a Batman fan he is. I think he is, from what um, I've heard. I, I know he put the research in for sure. No, I don't know before that. I don't know how much of like an actual, you know, Batman fan he was maybe before then or whatever. He said he watched uh, the cartoon growing up. Oh, well, that's fair. Uh, yeah. You know, that that's fair enough. And I, I know he's talked about, unfortunately, he's talked about really liking Batman Returns, too. I know that's. Been, so is Matt Reeves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody does. Yeah, we, we just got to be honest. Ugh, I hate it. Um, uh, Whatever. Um, But I just completely lost my train of thought now. Him being a fan. Yeah, I know. But uh, I, I was going somewhere with that. Ah, damn. I know. I completely forgot where I was going with it. Uh, but um, but but yeah, he. Oh, oh, that's what it was. Um, but I, I, I wonder if he maybe kind of took this one. Maybe you know, if he was a fan, but also because this, this has definitely brought to light the acting ability of Robert Pattinson. Oh, absolutely. Because as soon as he was cast, then everyone, you know, was like, what? The dude from Twilight? And everyone's like, wait a minute. What's he been doing the last 15 years? Oh, And everyone has gone, you know, back. I know I hadn't watched any Robert Pattinson movies. And then he was cast and I went back and I watched Good Time as soon as I saw that he was cast. I hated it, but. Right, right. Me too. Yeah. He's great. I just hate Safdie Brother movies, but he's phenomenal in the movie, you know, and then, you know, Tenet. I hated Tenet. But he's phenomenal in that movie. McCain. Oh, man. He's in the movie for like two seconds and he's great. He's great. Yeah. Steals uh, it. Yeah, no, for sure. So I think I wonder if that might have something to do with it, too, because it, it is definitely brought to the light him as being a really good actor now. No, like and, and that's why I knew he was going to kill it, because I'd already seen him in, I think, like four or five movies since Twilight gotcha. when he was cast. So I was like, OK, yeah, he's going to kill it. Yeah, and 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 he did. I I liked Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And you know, I I can see people saying, "Oh, this is an emo, whatever." Batman. It's like, yeah, I mean, yeah, but also Batman kind of has always been that. Yeah. Again, and again, I look at where they're coming from. Like, if they're like, 
hey, I, I didn't like I didn't like the Ben Affleck version, and then I don't like how uh, Robert Pattinson is kind of emo. I'm like, okay, you know what? I'll take your criticism. But the people yeah, and and people are like, you know, there there's not the Bruce Wayne. There's this. Sure. He's you know. He, he doesn't act like Batman like this. It's like, I look, we get it. We're, we're about as big as Batman purists as you can get. Oh, we're snobs. Yeah, we are. But I, I think we still have the ability to like, again, for me, it's just the core. You, yeah. you stick to the core, the core beliefs, you the core motivations the of the bit. character, yeah. and you can change some, you can change the behavior. You can change this. You can change, look. you can change some of the, you know, incidents some of the inciting things yes the look some you know some of that like you can interpret that it doesn't have to be the same thing every time especially with batman we've seen so many iterations of that absolutely that i'm 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 fine with that as long as you're clearly keeping to the core of the character and respecting the character yeah and and that that's what matt reeves did that's what robert pattinson did and they made their own version that's different and works but 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 is clearly the character and so i respect all of that i'm fine with the changes it fits it was fun i can't wait to watch the movie again put it this way i am totally okay with emo bruce wayne as long as people don't know that he's batman then i would be yep. with classic bruce wayne where half the freaking city knows is batman exactly exactly Yep, 100%. This is the first Batman movie where nobody knows his identity. Awesome. And he doesn't kill anybody. He and awesome. he doesn't kill anybody. Exactly. There's no, it's not who I am underneath. But what I do that defines me. There's no Alfred bringing Vicky Bound to the Batcave. There's no Batman putting a dynamite on someone and throwing him down a well. like Or down a sewer. Nope, none of that. There's so many little things that other movies just didn't really care about that yep. this one does like you said but the million details in this movie yep 100 percent. yeah i don't know what else there's to say Ian. Uh, i don't either i love it i can't wait to watch it again tomorrow if batman is back yeah i think i might go see it again tomorrow too i think why I think not that's gonna be the plan i'm definitely gonna see it yeah multiple times for sure oh, and i can't remember the last time i've seen a movie multiple times in a theater uh, it probably in game. God, was it in game? It might have been. To be honest, I don't think I saw any other movie. Multiple yeah, because nothing the during the nothing during the pandemic. No. Jeez. I yeah, yeah that's a lie. I saw Spider Man twice. Yeah, I mean, I did, but that you didn't even did you even want to go either times? The first time we just went out of necessity so that we right. could bash it. Exactly. And then I did see it another time. Uh, cause I ended up going with my girlfriend just right. cause it was the only thing playing. Um, like I said, you didn't want to go either. It's all like, Oh, I, I can't wait to see it. Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this is going to be the first movie in years that I've wanted to see in the theater multiple times. <laughs> so that's Great. pretty cool. It's just fun. It's just so nice having something like that. Now it's been so long. I know. Again, it, it feels like I'm, I'm back in freaking it's 2007. And I just saw the teaser trailer for Dark Knight and I'm losing my mind. And I'm, it's the early days of YouTube. And I'm trying to find anything about, you know, connecting the dots about what might be in the movie and who might be the villains and stuff. Like, I love it. It's it's so nice. Just liking something again. Right. 
It, it, that, that caveats. And they're like, oh, well, yeah. hopefully they'll get it right down the line or when these two characters. Like, and again, you know, what, you know what else we forgot to mention? No after credit scene. Oh, yeah. They, they had a little, uh, uh, apparently the after credit scene was online. I don't care. Yeah, they and all it was was like a uh, Thomas Wayne mayoral campaign video with like a hush thing in it or something. No. Yeah, no, I like no, not movie. It wasn't like it was. And, all about uh, the did video, did so. I stay for the entire credits? Yes, I did. And did I know there was no credit scene? Yes, I did. That's devotion. I was there the whole time. Me and me and my buddy stayed there the whole time. Well, it was also because we were just talking about it. Oh, fair enough. But uh, and also we were listening to the music. Oh, fair enough. Well, I mean, I bought the soundtrack immediately, so it didn't matter. Music is so good. I've been listening oh, to great. it for like the past like three days. <laughs> and uh, just they use that Batman theme so much. Oh, you got it. If they, if they only used it once, it would have been oh the biggest waste of opportunity ever. I remember when it first came out, I was kind of, oh, that's interesting. Oh, no, I loved it right away. I mean, I liked it, but it was just it was so different. It was it's like that's interesting and then no the more you saw it the more you saw it in context and everything it's just like oh this is so good well it's like the piano version from the very that first test screening you know where they just showed the yeah. suit in the red i was like okay this is a good theme but then when you hear it with the orchestra it's like okay no this is one of the greatest batman themes i've ever heard it is and again nope danny elfman batman theme is the best Batman theme. I mean, you can't beat it. At this just point. is. It's so I'm iconic. sorry. It just, yeah. it, that, that's the best Batman theme. It just is. And that's just one of those things that's just not going. No, that's never going away. To change it. Like, no matter how good another Batman theme is, it's not going to be better for me. Like, it no. just can't be. The other one has too much history. The, the other one is my whole upbringing of, a, you know, obviously the 66 theme, of course, too. But. Oh, sure. Just that whole thing, you know, just from being a kid, like six years old, just at Six Flags in like yeah, Gotham yeah. City and just that that song's just playing the whole time. Like it just that's Batman. For yeah, me. it's the same as the John Williams Superman theme. Like yeah. nothing's ever going to beat it. Even if no. the greatest like composer is born 10 years from now and does a Superman movie and everyone's like, no, it's still not going to be better. No, it's just not. There's certain things that are just iconic and they just yeah, are. Yeah. But of course. But again, again, context is king and. Oh, is that that scores? Just yeah, I think the tone of the movie and the score of the movie are probably the two biggest things, the the best things about it. Yeah, visual and score. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, we could probably go on for forever, continuing to praise this movie. <laughs> but and and again, I was wondering, it's like, oh man, we talk longer when we hate on a movie than you know, because there's more to talk about than when you praise it. Well, here we go. Uh, man, not necessarily. <laughs> I knew this was gonna happen. But that's okay. Yeah, we knew it. But anyway, this is it's, this is a reason you would want uh, to have a long show. I mean, like if it, it'd be worrying if freaking the Batman comes out, we're like, oh, 20 minute episode. It was okay. Like I didn't love it, but you know, it was some cool stuff. Yeah, like, just, that, that would be bad. Just put this in context. I uh, when we started this, I had started uh, Mask of the Phantasm, and now I'm almost done with Batman '89. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, that that's <laughs> that's how long we've been going. So, <laughs> you know, is is what it is. But um, yeah, go go see the Batman if you haven't. Please support yeah. it. Just support support this theater. level of filmmaking. You know, yeah, just the theater theater individual director driven films. Um, 
yeah and then just this is a batman film just it's just good and let's just it's please let's make more please make this a trilogy just yeah, let this be the standard going forward for all batman movies like no this is like the the bare minimum requirement in terms of like how it should look and sound yep yep 100 percent, 100 percent. all right uh yeah make sure you follow us on twitter at uncaped review uh you can also follow me on twitter at marky mark brand follow me at ian bark bark yep so go in and do that um yeah that's pretty much all i got any uh final thoughts here ian no i thought about trying to give it like a score but i don't even know what i would give it uh it's nothing lower than an eight out of ten for me yeah i'm it's tough with scores i do most of mine obviously with by five stars just because that's how letterbox does it yeah four and a half yeah i put this for you know i have batman begins at five and i yep. i'd put this at four and a half as of right now, I mean, maybe it could change. I don't think it's going to go higher than be tough. Batman be Begins. Tough. Just Batman Begins is a, just such okay. a good condensed. And, and it, it has the Gotham, you know, it has all those elements. Um, it does. It's got a great know. score. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Before Hans Zimmer became a parody of himself. Well, um, it also had James Newton Howard and he helped balance it oh, out. That's a good point. Yep. Yeah. That's fair. That's a very good point. But uh, yeah, yeah. This 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 at this point mm, is it's very possible that it's my number two favorite live action Batman movie. I think so. Obviously, the nostalgia is there of Batman eighty nine, and I of still course. think that's a masterpiece of a movie. Um, but this, mm, I again, this I gotta see worthy... it. I gotta see it at least probably two more times before oh, i can officially say any of that but as of yeah. right now i'd probably put it number two it's a worthy contender for sure at this yeah i'd probably go begins uh the batman and then dark knight and batman 89 that's probably what i would do at this point but i am insane we'll see we'll see who knows who knows There's we might have to out. do another episode a few uh, months down the line when we've seen it multiple times again who knows but uh, yeah. I'd be fine I'd be with that. For it. I'd be fine with that. <laughs> Absolutely. More, if, we, if we just keep doing every other, uh, you just keep doing all the Batman movies again that we like. Why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, yeah, because we're kind of at an off point. At least we finished the initial run of Batman the animated series. So now we're just in the the middle of season two of Batman sixty six, which is a long season. But and we'll get back to it. We'll back to it at some point. But uh, yeah, I guess that pretty much does it. Thanks for listening. If you're listening this long, we appreciate it. But um, yeah, God bless you. Yeah, I know. Sorry. But uh, yeah, that's the Batman. Good. Awesome. Go see it. Go see it. That's all I got. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. And we'll talk to you next time.